I got to be honest, I'm a little disappointed with uh, you boys's um, Halloween spirit. Yeah. So okay, so you're we- you're wearing uh, the House island of-, of horror shirt. Okay. All right. Treehouse horror. Say it into the mic. Re House of Horror. Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. All right. No oranges uh, or anything like that. I, I, there's I, orange I'm on sure. my shirt. As a youth, there is, there's yeah. orange on my shirt. As a youth, I was never uh, really a dresser upper for Halloween. Mm-hmm. I would always just throw on a football jersey, maybe a helmet, oh and God. that was it. That's bad. Ugh. That's the way to start for this your episode. Character. Hello, and welcome. No more high energy. Hello. It's Halloween or no spooky energy? Sorry. Hello. No, no, scarier, scarier. Hello. Yeah, that was good. Welcome to another episode of Fun Bearable. I am Brad Rohr. I'm Ray Harrington. I'll sn- psych. It's a costume. Harrington. I'm I'm Ugh. I'm spook me until I ooze. Dayton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to do mine over. All right, do yours over. Uh, I want to make mine more sexual. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, hi, hi, everybody. My name is Ray. I put blue chews in with the candy this year for the kids, and now they're referring to it as Randy Corn Harrington. It's a long, that, I, long. Listen, I pulled it right out of my ass. Yeah. I pulled so it out of the, the, the cuff of this... Hollow Halloween flannel. Yeah. It's so funny because we agreed that we're going to do less children and erection together jokes. <laughs> we did <laughs> we say that, that right uh, before right we before. started. We talked about it, but we didn't agree. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a strong two against one. Yeah. And Brad, I think it's interesting that your costume this year is is what you're wearing right now. Yes. And it's the big C? Yes. <laughs> What's more frightening than the big you know what? C? You know what? Actually, your cold, dead eyes, <laughs> your pale and pasty demeanor. Yeah. I am the ghost of Big C future. The the doctor's chart you have yeah. that you keep showing people. That's also it's interesting that uh, for I remember last year you wanted to do this costume, and we had to explain to you that the big C refers to cancer, not the other one, not the other C word, candy. Mm. <laughs> I don't think it's that one. I, I'll say I I have a different uh, a different shirt at least for our uh, porch recording. Okay, when, great. When, when our official Halloween episode, yeah. porch recording. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think we can let the listeners in on this. We, uh, you know, last year we did a, two episodes of franchise flashback for yeah. the Halloween series. Then we did a casual Halloween. Uh, I pity the ghoul. Halloween cash. Yep. And we did an official Halloween. And this year we're doing the same thing. Yeah. I don't know if we'll always do the same thing, but this year we are. Yeah. And uh, it just We happened. might not even be a podcast next year. Oh, wow. We might likely. be. What, likely. what were we going to be? There's a few options here. Something <laughs> happens with us. Uh one really good thing happens to only one of us. Oh, boy. I know who that's going to yeah, be. Yeah, me too. A really bad thing happens to one of us. I also know that. Or all of us, yeah. Um, Wait, medical or life? Both. <laughs> both, 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 both. There's also another option. Yeah. That has nothing to do with us. Yeah. Uh, the internet could mm. not exist in, oh. in some shape or form. That's probably true. Honestly, that would be I pretty think, great. Yeah, that'd be or, good. What is maybe most likely something so bad mm. happens in the world in October or late September, right? Where everyone's like, Well, we can't, that's just, and we get together and we're like, f- It would be in poor taste for Do you us. I feel like we're on the cusp of that. Oh, for sure. I felt like that last night. Yeah, I was like, Let me look up scary stuff, and I'm like, Oh, this is oh, real no, stuff the that's world. happening. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was thinking about it too, where I was because we we, uh, we talked about uh, covering some like horror movie stuff. Yeah, and I was thinking about the idea of like horror movies. Yeah, and like, ooh, let's get scared. Yeah, right? and as kids, it was like, let's watch this thing because that's scary. Because what if Jason is a real man? Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> it's like that's yeah, yeah. so scary. Yeah. but now it's like. What's horrifying yeah. is so different. It's like, well, there's ethnic cleansing. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> I, I here's a really, here's a positively macabre idea, right? <laughs> Global warming, mm-hmm. right? Like that. <laughs> it's so, macabre. it's different. Because now, it, like, Freddy Krueger doesn't like, hey, bitch, right? Yeah. That doesn't scare me. I'd be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Like, yeah. Hey, bitch. <laughs> I, I, well, that's, I mean, there was a whole book about the idea. I remember that someone had either got this for me. I don't remember this. There's like zombies in the cover. And it's basically about the horror movies that were the biggest have coincided with some oh, of the sure, harshest sure, sure. real life stuff yeah. because people are get to take their fear and put it in a place that's fictional. Exactly. But yeah. how do you manifest that in a horror film? Or when... how do you make the awful things happen in the world to make your horror movie <laughs> successful? Oh, no. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> so are you saying that the Israel-Palestine conflict is so there can be a District 9-2? Uh, <laughs> so there can be a Saw XI. <laughs> oh, no. But what I was going to say was the idea of like that stuff doesn't scare me. A, a Freddy doesn't scare me. Yeah. But what scares like now, and I don't know how you can make this a horror movie, but like the idea of 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 finding out on a random Tuesday that like a Mormon TikTok momfluencer burned down 700 acres of protected wildlands uh for a uh gender reveal party. Yeah. Yes, like, right. How do you Right. Because that's horrifying. Yes, yes, sure. That's truly spine tingling <laughs> terror, right? <laughs> My spine but how do you, burned in the accident. What do you do with that? That's, that's bad, yeah, that brings your, uh... How do you deal with the horror of the fact that the slap heard around the world mm-hmm. is now revealed to have been mm-hmm. a couple that was separated since 2016? That's true. Also, follow-up question. Was the election part of the breakup? It was, it, was, it was certainly the catalyst, I think. <laughs> and if it was, where do you where do you think Will and Jada land on a vote in 2016? Mm. Oh boy, <laughs> I uh, this I'm, is some spooky territory. Yeah, I, I'm going to say that I wish you had brought all these things up before we put all our money in that traditional haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were going to do a different saw one. guy and a ghost, yeah. and now but does, it feels like all those things aren't Doesn't the information aren't re- revealed that Jada and Will have been separated since 2016, doesn't that really make you go, what was that about then? I don't know. I think, I, I think that gives me more insight to it. Yeah. Because I think that he wants to be with her and he's mm. trying to prove that he's like a provider and a man and a piece of and shit. And you know what's you know what sucks? All he has to do the three is, things a woman wants. <laughs> all all he has to do is simply create a hit song. Yep. Yeah, it's tr- and, and, hey, hey, if anyone can it's Will. Yeah. What was that right. sound? Uh, that's like a little sound I make once in a while. That's Will Smith <laughs> greasing up his slap hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Chris? And he's gonna hit him. Oh, he's gonna hit him hard. Yeah, uh, I would say the way they fall on the vote is. <laughs> it depends on. I mean, they're pretty. From what it seems like on the outside, yeah. I kind of feel like if you're rich mm-hmm. and you're selfish, you vote Republican because it saves you a couple pennies every year. Sure, that's kind of how I really feel. Yeah, that that's boiled down. Of course, yeah. there's shades of gray. But if you're a rich, 
philanthropist, kind of like believe philanderer in, is what you well, okay. yeah. believe in humanity, then yeah. maybe you can kind of keep the views of of the people. But I I, I think uh, I think Will votes. However, Scientology tells him to vote. Well, oh. see, this was going to be my joke, like two and a half minutes ago. Oh, yeah, because uh, I did the setup part. Yeah, where do they fall? You guys vote? did yeah. the punchlines. Uh, was uh, was the <laughs> I think that uh, Jada okay. reluctantly votes for Biden. Okay. And then Will... <laughs> as, as most of us did. Yeah. And then Will <laughs> looks at Jada and goes, which one? Yeah, And then that's Jada right. goes, like, gives him a look. Yeah. And yeah. then he votes however... Imagine. Well, in, in 2016, it would have been Hillary. Right. And, and what if... Right. Oh, right. Yes. It wasn't Biden. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Oh, no. Jada wrote in Biden. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Imagine... Just, I know this is, doesn't make a lot of sense, but imagine Will Smith slapping Biden. That would have been an international <laughs> incident. That would have, no, that would have been just a national incident. Then the vice president would be president. <laughs> <laughs> this was all to get Kamala Harris into the Oval Office. Yeah. I don't know. We had fun, folks. That, that Thanks good. for listening. Uh, you can hit us up on our socials, right? We have a mean habit of doing like our own little mini episode to start the episode. I, that's okay. I think it's No, fun. it's fine. We're it's jumping fine. in. Uh, but I want to thank everybody for checking out the uh, Saw franchise oh, flashbacks yeah. that we've done this month. And apologize. I will say our highest viewed and listened to episodes are the franchise flashback ones, mm-hmm. historically. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because, you know, there's such a clear theme and there's a fandom I wanted to say this. If anyone out there who's a listener of Fun Bearable, when we do something, like every week we talk about different things that are, you know, in pop culture or whatever. If you ever want to, like, take that and post it to Facebook groups that have to do with it, sure. Reddit, uh, subreddits that have to do with it, it really helps a lot. Sure. It's hard to make that a priority. because I, I did it for Saw and I did it for Halloween. Yeah. And it really does get new listeners on board. So if anyone who's a listener wants to do that, that would be huge, and we'd appreciate it. Because every week yeah. we do just talk about random stuff that can be pulled into those categories. Oh, for sure, places. yeah. And yeah. I think the what scares me is the idea of a like real dyed-in-the-wool fandom of Saw. No, that doesn't scare me. I think being like... I don't think anyone... Like, oh, a new Saw movie's coming out. I'm excited, like the two of you Insanos were doing. That's Cap- fine. Captain, Captain Insanos. Insanos. Okay, yeah. sorry. Uh, you both share the same time. <laughs> wow. You <laughs> came up through the ranks at the same time. Yo, how do a... I go over one of your heads? Do you remember... <laughs> do you know why we just said that? No, I don't. Um, in, the Waterboy. Water Boy, oh, okay. the big show, the huge wrestler... Was in it, and he loved Captain Insano. That yep. was his name, and you said Insano, which is yeah. pretty specific. Yeah. So I sure. think, I, honestly, I think Paul White, the Big Show, is wrestling in AEW as Captain Insano, or has appeared as Captain Insano. Oh, that's like very recently. Cool. I like okay. that. Yeah. Captain Insano. Like, it's hard, hard to do the Waterboy voice, but you know, that's what yeah. it says. We are socially, publicly. So yeah. we are we are excited about the Saw movies. You are frightened that people who are really into the Saw movies. Oh, what I was saying, I, yeah, because yeah, that was going to be a joke too. Yeah. Um, but it's fine. It's done. Uh, so w- w- Halloween is happening. Halloween Let's is be ha- Halloween. I before. haven't checked, but as of yesterday, it's still on this year. Yeah, so I, far, right. Yeah. So we're doing our Halloween casual episode. We got a few fun things. It's cash, folks. It's cash. cash. I did want to say C stands for. That's I did what this say, uh, unbuttoned flannel is about. I got a little uh, fun thing to say, and I don't know if it's that tied to Halloween, but I, I, I twisted it to make it tied to Halloween. Oh, good. Uh, there's a great listener of Fun Bearable, a great artist named Kenny Rabanus. Yeah, I think he's in the Netherlands. 
Um, I believe it's rubinous. Oh, it's rubinous. Mm, I think it's rubinous. I, 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 I think in the Netherlands, it's Rubanus, yeah. but he's in America visiting. So it should be Rubanus. But people always Rubanus. say, Kenny yeah. Rubanus with the fake face like an anus. They, I don't think so they I don't always like that. say that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. I like <laughs> Rubanus. <laughs> I know you do. Yeah. Well, that's, what, that's how you know your friends. <laughs> yeah. If you rub anuses. Because <laughs> right? these days, you can't be blood brothers. Nope. <laughs> that, all kinds of diseases. There's pathogens. Oh. Folks, in the age of pandemic, <laughs> you can't be blood brothers. What you want to do instead. rub anuses. <laughs> It'd be so, if, this is our, this I think is our if, health if, uh, if, information. If we were to saw trap and they're like, all you have to do is somehow touch your anuses to each other, I don't know Ooh, if we can do it. That would be difficult. You, what you need is a couple of real flat asses. We need flat asses and mirrors. Mirrors, mirrors, mirrors. <laughs> no, I think just, you could tell when it's yeah, like... Just- <laughs> Connected. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. It's like the two spaceships. There is yeah. a thing called docking. Yeah. But that's different. I that's think front seats. I have a feeling that here Brad, we are with, talking about docking with on Brad's Halloween. anus. He could dock into somebody else's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There is a, uh, let's just say, There's a no particular chick-chick. piece of clothing that maybe goes on your foot before your sneaker. <laughs> anyway, uh, Kenny is in town, huh? <laughs> I remember sometime, one time I referred to my anus lips. <laughs> and it went oh, really no. poorly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now that's a Muppet I don't want to see. <laughs> So he's teaching us to count to 12. <laughs> it's like one, a, two, three, four, like five, a- six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> eleven, twelve. So where's that pinball going now? <laughs> where where to go? Oh, oh I looked going? away for a second. <laughs> He elephanted it. You guys are going to make me cut this as part of a clip. Yeah. Oh, I, thought you, I thought you were going to say you guys are going to make me come. <laughs> Sick, Brad. I You're genuinely thought that's where it was going. <laughs> Cut the clip before that. <laughs> he said, if he was like, what should I say for a joke? And he's like, I know. You guys are going to make me come. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's anyway. how I got kicked out of that church. <laughs> so, so Kenny's in town. So docking anuses aside, Brad's loose lips, sinking chips. I, uh... He came, he came to town and he said, hey, man, he's like, what do you think about meeting me on Staten Island and picking me up and taking me to the Tell Him Steve Dave studios and meeting yeah. Walt and Brian, the guys that you know I, I work with, he works with. He, he's, he's done a lot of great art for Tell Him Steve Dave. He's done a lot of great art for Fun Bearable, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the best. Yeah. Um, and I was like, fuck yeah, dude. So I picked him up. I met him once five years ago for like a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Picked him up. Him and his he's buddy. He's a total asshole. <laughs> Can you imagine if the whole story was like... <laughs> yeah. This guy, no, he was, dude, he was awesome, and it was his, him, and his his buddy Dito, who was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went to the studio. We had a great time. We went out to dinner, and awesome, awesome day. Very fun. Just, just friends having fun. Not a lot of big stories. Just joking around. Mm-hmm. Shocked at how great their English was for both of them. Crazy. Because well, I, hey, listen to this, right? So they only need like five words. I think. I think the issue is two uh, of which are they, anus. They. Uh, you know, in America, we're always like, wow, multilingual, right? Yes. And then everyone everywhere else is like, yeah, yeah. they don't, they only talk, they only speak English. Yeah. You know, it's funny crazy. though, they have, they, they know so many like weird colloquialisms that you'd think like, I don't know, it's kind of like a, what are TV. you talking about? Like they say stuff like that. TV. Well, he kept telling me to sit on it again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he kept going, hey. <laughs> you know what's funny? We pulled into... He kept telling me to sit on it. What was he pointing at? <laughs> his anus. His anus. Yeah. And uh, 
we went into a plaza mm-hmm. that had uh we were going to get um water ice in, in Staten Island. But it had like a Dollar Tree, a McDonald's, a, a you know, a Wendy's, whatever. And they were like, "Wow, wow!" And I'm like, "What?" They're like, "This is so American." It was a, mm. a shopping plaza. Yeah, and I was like, "That's funny," but to pull it towards Halloween, yeah, he said, "I want to give you guys give the, it fun, the old Halloween pull the fun bears a little Halloween treat from the Netherlands." Woo! Ooh! So he gave me this healthcare. Now, Brad, yes. you can read this. Uh, Why I is know, it open? They well, I wanted to make sure it wasn't poison. Looks like it's chocolata cruidnoten. But I've been always told, since yeah, I was a small candy. boy, don't eat opened candy. Yeah, but when Chuck opens candy, you can then have it, and you're going to feel... I was also taught, in kindergarten, don't take candy from <laughs> Chuck Staten. And, <laughs> and I said, who, who is Chuck yeah, Staten? Chuck Staten, that, a year uh, younger right, than right, you. Right, yeah. Hold on, right, that fucking Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Vote yes on... Pro- no. Um, oh, they're fully open. Like, it's an open bag with then unwrapped things. Oh, you, come on. You thought it was going to be op- opened and, uh, and wrapped? All right, I'm going to do, do the same. I'm going to do a milk and a white. I think that they taste like uh, little pieces of hard gingerbread covered in different chocolates. One is milk chocolate, one is dark chocolate, one is white chocolate. Yeah. And Kenny Rubanus gifted this to us, and he's gifted us many drawings over the years. Absolutely. He's a wonderful dude. We love this guy. Thank you, Kenny. And Dito. And, and Dito O'Rourke. Yes. Oh, crunchy. Pretty good. Pretty good. The Netherlands it's interesting, right? coming through. I like it. Yeah. I'm sold. Good stuff. More Christmassy than Halloweeny, but I like it. Yeah. This is the real reason to go to Amsterdam. Yes, mm. exactly. You know what this is? This is like a perfected um whopper. like malt ball kind yeah, of thing. Like a whopper. Yeah, because I don't like a malt ball. Can I say? Mm. The texture of uh, whatever that is inside. Mm-hmm. And there's also people can eat that just on its own. Mm-hmm. What is that called again? It's like whipped egg baked up and. It's like a malt. It's it's like, I can't remember what the, the I, actual I, thing I is no called. I have no idea. I know what you're talking about. Is it. it a hot dog? It's in Whoppers. No. Because it's, like yeah, it's in if Whoppers. It, if it's not a hot dog, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, not a hot dog. I don't the know texture about it. of it to me, I can't eat it. My wife likes it. I know plenty of people that really like this particular mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, I can't do it. The texture, biting into it, uh, the only way I can describe it is it is the oh, bite equivalent of... Malted milk ball. Malted, is that what it's called? No, no. That's the same exact thing that you just said. Malt. Yeah. Milk ball. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I like it. Is, it is the equivalent of... All fucking day so far. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like it's the equivalent of this. Uh, I, I like I like it once in a while, and it's interesting because like when people say like here's a chocolate milkshake, yeah, or here's a malted chocolate milkshake, I don't know the difference because obviously there's malt. no texture. Malt, I know, but I don't know what it, the taste. I don't is. know what that is either. Yeah. It's driving me crazy that I can't think of the uh, the actual ob- object, what that's called. But it, it 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 is the equivalent to me. It's the bite equivalent. Of nails on a chalkboard, okay. Like it, ah. it just gives me like a, ugh, it like shivers down my spine. I got it. It's ooky spooky. Ooh. You know what I mean? Oh, I good Halloween I, pull. Yeah, I think I could have one, and then I get to where you're going. I, I'll have like I, one to be like, oh yeah. I could eat a quart of Whoppers right now. Brad loves for dinner. Yes. If if there was a candy that they <clears> desperately <throat> scrounged for in World War II, 
Brad is a fan. Bitto honeys. Necco wafers. Good and plenties. Good and plenties. Malted milk balls, licorice. I just yep. did a, a, the Rogue Island Comedy Festival. Oh, yeah. Uh, this With past our, weekend. With our buddy Doug Key. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, family member of the podcast. Yes. He's in the Fun Bear family. Yes. And it uh, sounds like Jamboree. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I just did the, the Rogue Island and I have that bit. The candy bit, and it's yeah. it's Halloween times. It was yellow, or sorry, orange and black theme was the color and, okay. s- and stuff like that. So I did all my Halloween stuff, and I did the candy bit where I asked people their favorite candies. And there was a gentleman in the front row that said "Bitto Honey," that and is, it boggled my mind. That is, uh, you know, it's it's a candy I enjoy because mm-hmm. it's sweet. That's it. And you're Amish. Yes. And but what? for it to be someone's favorite candy, yeah, is the insane. Oh, part I did to go me. off about it. That yeah. was the end of the show. Yeah, that was definitely. The I, end I, of the I, show. Yeah, honestly, if that had been thirty seconds in, I think you do the other fifty nine <laughs> and a half minutes of <laughs> somebody's favorite candy yeah. being yeah. bit on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, but we did. I, I, I do want to pivot to an actual Halloween topic yes. that we had because so far we've we've hit the mark on the cash. Yep. Right. Because this is our Halloween cash. Mm-hmm. We have hit cash. Tick. Candy. We've hit candy. Tick. Right? Now we got to hit that Halloween. Tick. Right. Okay. Uh, and this was your idea, Chuck. Uh, it was the uh, the concept of, like, because we just did the Saw mm-hmm. franchise That's flashback. Right. right. Uh, Halloween, horror films. What are sequels uh, of horror films that have really stood out to you? Like, what to you, what is the best horror film? Yeah, for me, no. the way I was thinking of it is, like, you know, we talked a lot about Saw and about how they started in a place... That was kind of boxed in. So where do you go? Yeah, and it's you know it's really hard to sequelize that kind of stuff. But especially in the world of horror, people are constantly doing sequels and reboots. Um, and so we said, well, we talk, boots. We, yeah, seek boots, re- requels. Re- requels. <laughs> <laughs> I love requels. I told Brad, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I would love for us to start doing deboots where we do our own like lower quality. Ver- Isn't that fun? Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah, I would love a deboot, but um, I we you know it's. It's really hard to uh, sequelize and reboot a lot of stuff, so we wanted to put some light on the ones that we think have been really well done that, yeah, that yeah. affected us. Absolutely. So, do you have a little list? I think we're going to overlap. I wouldn't. We're going to have surprised. a ton of overlap. Yeah. And also, like, that's I'll- what happens when you rub anuses. <laughs> a ton of overlap <laughs> and overflap. I uh, <laughs> sequel wise, I don't. I, I don't love a lot of horror films. I don't love a lot of horror sequels. It's interesting because you love horror books. I do. Mm. That's interesting. I, uh, I so for me, my favorite sequels, and I'm not saying they're the best. Uh, are, he love. He love. Whenever we talk about our favorite things, mm-hmm. he's like, "Listen, everybody, I'm not saying they're the best. I just like them. Stop bothering me." I mean, I, nobody can argue my opinion, <laughs> other than me saying, "Oh, this is objectively the best." Yeah, yeah. And also, these films are not objectively the best i have personal opinions and then i do have one that i am saying definitively is the best horror sequel wow i really do believe it cool because i thought about it academically yeah troll 2 i enjoy troll 2 right wow that's that's a great sequel for the wrong reasons right right that's interesting what a great that was it Can is, we all stand up and just take a moment for Mr. Brad? I didn't even think about this. That's great. Troll 2 and then Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Same vein yeah. where it's not uh, what would be taught in film classes. I, I, I mean, Chuck yeah. majored in film uh, as the ultimate film. 
I, I don't know that uh, Orson Welles, in, wherever he is in the afterlife, is concerned about those films stealing his legacy, mm. but... He was actually tapped to do Halloween 4. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rest in peace. I want <laughs> that man. Yes. Citizen Myers? I want that man to hide behind a bush, and I want him to come out, but then I want him to go back in. <laughs> That's my citizen. I don't know. That's it's good. So it's it's my good. Orson Welles. Yeah. Well, we know it's Maurice LaMarche. Who yeah. Does, does the, yeah, I the apologize. I was doing a close version. You did. Yeah, I think, I think, great. You, I think I, you and I Maurice you. would have a good time together. My favorite Orson Welles uh, product is the outtakes yes. of the uh, commercial that he was making, yes. getting uh, more and more drunk. Yes. Yeah. I think my, fa- my favorite Orson Welles thing ever, that's like a joke, is on The Critic. The Critic would have him. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that was the best. Yeah, oh. for sure. Um, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Yes. I love uh, that. That's my favorite Halloween movie, and and it has nothing to do with uh, old M.M. there. Yeah, and yeah. it's... Uh, M.M. And, and it's, it's tough, because my, my third sequel idea was... Alien was a horror film. Aliens, less horror, more action, but I enjoy it as a film. Oh, I think it's widely regarded as one of the best I horror have sequels. Yeah. Aliens as one of my overflap best. <laughs> <laughs> overflap. I, yeah, aliens. And here's. Oh, no. Don't do. Kenny, don't do a cartoon. I, don't, I, I think it would be illegal for him to draw it even in Amsterdam. That's true. Oh, no, I just pictured a Ren and Stimpy-style animation. Oh, no, I'm giving you the idea. And it's it, it's it's two people leaning, oh, bending over, <laughs> yes. sort of far apart from each other, and then you just see two stretches coming together tied in a bow in the like, middle. Like the tongue that would stick to a pole in yes. the Christmas story? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. It's got to be Brad and Ray. Uh, and I'm judging. I'm a referee. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What if is the it a bow, contest? What if, like a tug of war. What if the whole thing is now being? If, <laughs> if we swivel our hips just right, <laughs> my skin tears like parchment it's paper. It's a double dutch. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> I just do the setups in this episode. Yeah. I just start a joke and then you guys do whatever you want. That's what I've been doing all day. It's fun. That is like four of them. I know. It's truly maddening. And if the mics weren't on, I'd be a very upset little boy. It's in my eyes. That's how Can I you see imagine it? being interrupted during the podcast for someone to say a funny thing. It is. Yeah. It is hard. That, it's different. There's a, there's a pattern happening today. That's how I felt all franchise flashback. Yeah. Well, I had a job to do. <laughs> keep going. All keep right. going. All right. Aliens. Uh, no, aliens. And it fits in with this overall theme I have here. Uh, aliens goes back to the original film and elevates certain aspects of it. There's almost a feeling of like, let me do this again uh, this way. Right. Because I think Alien, like if you haven't seen Alien, I think you can see Aliens Mm -hmm. as the origin of that thing. Yeah. Uh, Aliens is incredible, yeah. I would say that Dawn of the Dead... 2004. ...is not the 2004. Oh, wow, okay. I I love 2004. That's a great reboot, but just in sequel Mm -hmm, terms. mm -hmm. Dawn of the Dead is a fantastic sequel to... Night of the Living Dead, okay. right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, now, granted, there's a lot of uh, weirdness in the uh, the dead verse or whatever, because you know George A. Romero and the other filmmaker that I don't remember his name, and that's sort of how it is historically. Uh, they split after Night of the Living Dead. Do you guys mm-hmm. know this? I did not. Oh, uh, I don't know. I really don't have a lot of experience with George A. Romero. I don't know if I've actually seen the movies. Oh, wow. That's 
sad. That's that crazy. A- yeah. So uh, George A. Romero and one other gentleman, uh, you know, they made Night of the Living Dead. Uh, they split, and there was like a legal issue over who owned what. Oh wow! And so Romero got of the dead. Oh nice. yeah. yeah, I think I did hear that. Right. So Night of the Living Dead. Then became Dawn of the Dead, and then he went on, and every movie is now, you know, Day of the Dead. And the other, the other guy was like, "All right, uh, night zombies, night terrifying yeah, zombies." He, 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 uh, he got Living Dead. Oh, okay. yeah, I, I was going to say because of the dead is not the same as of the Living yeah. Dead, right? And so that's why you see those things happen, um, and that's why uh, some of the other sequels are different. There's also, uh, oh, I can't remember what it's called now. I think it's like. Night of the Living Dead 2 or 3. Okay. The one where uh, they crack open a canister in a basement and then like... Uh, you oh, don't, I don't know. Oh, this one's great. I love it. Uh, it's the one with the punk kids all hanging I, out at the I, cemetery. I can, I can picture the cover yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. It's yes. the punk kids. And then by the end of the movie, like a tenement building is being taken over. Uh, the slums or whatever. And they're, they're projects, I mean, and they're doing their thing. And then uh, there's a great moment in it where... Like there's a ambulance or police car in front, mm-hmm. and the zombies have already taken over, and the radio's coming through, like car forty four, car forty four, where are you? And one of the zombies picks it up and just says, "Send more ambulance," right? Like right. or something like that. Like bring more people. We want to eat. Right. Them. Wow. It's so silly, but uh, that was uh, that was a different vein of what the zombie movies are. The Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead. Thank you very much. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so eighties. Really fun. Excellent. Um, I, I would say that that is equally as entertaining as yeah. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead is really slow and, and yes. low, right. but it's a lot of fun. Right. Um, and, but they're such different movies. Yeah. Right. Um, but it is that idea of let me revisit the thing and kind of remake this thing. Because essentially Dawn of the Dead and Night of the Living Dead, it's the same basic concept. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, which brings me to... My personal favorite, let me do this again and perfect it. And this is the one. I have two other movies to mention. Should I just say, say those yeah, really yeah, quickly? Yeah, sure. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Okay. Uh, uh, Dream Child or Dream Warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a, a fantastic let's elevate this, mm-hmm. right? Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger is a real bad guy. Uh, it's a really quality step up of well, let's engage with that. What does that mean? We've set the rules right. mm-hmm. that Freddy can exist in the dream world and has this ability. Yep. And it was this group of teens that was like, well, then let's let's get in there and fuck them up. Right? I love that. And I, I, yeah, I, I think love it's the great. idea, yeah. It gets sillier as it goes on. My personal favorite is the, uh, I, I never remember which number it is. I think it might be five or six. Uh, uh, it's the, uh, I think it might be, I can't remember. Um, it's the one with the one kid, the last Teen that gets out of the town. Yeah, yeah. Um, where Freddy is very cartoony. Yeah. Uh, that, that might be five. Where, might be where five. they like drive to the uh, town limits. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I yeah. think that's fun. Yeah. I forgot um, about the power glove. Yeah, that's yeah. the one with Roseanne in it. I think so. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because the whole town is just like kids. Kids are here because there's a fair and it's all adults and they're yeah. sad. Oh. It's great. Uh, and then uh, the other movie I wanted to mention, a quick shout out, and then I'll say the one that I think is like the, the best. Right. Uh, I have to, It's not horror. It's more thriller. But it was commentary on the torture porn movement of, mm-hmm. of movies, mm-hmm. which counts as horror, I right. think, mm-hmm. right? Saw is in that kind mm-hmm. of regard. 
funny games. Right, totally. Yeah, Michelle Hannock, uh, or Michael Hannock, uh, depends on, I, I don't know the specifics there. Uh, let's say Michael Hannock. Um, he uh, wrote and directed the original mm-hmm. uh, in German, I believe. Right. And Funny Games is a commentary on torture porn movies. Yeah. It's really, really fantastic. Yeah. It breaks the fourth wall multiple times. I know. I got to give it another watch. We've talked about this a yeah, bunch of times. It just, it does it in ways that are so intentionally unsatisfying, which makes it very satisfying. Right, right. Uh, it is commentary on all of those movies. It's it a ends, subversion of the genre. Yeah. It ends with an entire like monologue essentially saying, uh, hey, audience, when you see a movie and you see fictional characters, it's equivalent to seeing real people. So when you see these torture porn movies, you are going to see people be violated and and horribly murdered, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And and graphically. Uh, and so what is it in you that does that? And the movie like examines pieces of that in a really, really great way. Yeah. Um, he's fantastic. So that movie came out, and then the torture porn thing hit even more. And so Michael Hannock then released a shot-for-shot remake of Funny Games in English with English-speaking actors. Naomi Watts is in it. Yeah, and uh, Tim Roth. Yeah, Uh, And it's fantastic. It's just so, so good because it came out and it's talking about like this thing. Like, what does it mean to watch these movies? And I thought that was great. So the, the remake is... It's the same movie. Right. Yeah. There's no change. But the fact that it is a shot for shot remake is makes it so interesting. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. I watched that movie when I did not understand it. Like for absolutely for sure. Yeah. And I I want to revisit it for that reason. Absolutely. It's it's really, really great. It is. It's yeah. uh it can be a turnoff for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I remember going to see the the shot for shot remake um when that came out in theaters yeah and i was super pumped because i had already seen the mm-hmm. original funny right. games and a group of us in college went and there was like half of us that had seen the original and mm. loved it and the other half hadn't seen that and uh some of the people in the new camp loved it yep. there were a bunch of people that were just like that I, what i hated that yeah, you know? yeah. And it's, they hated it because they took the things that happened in the movie as these are just things happening without the commentary of it. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, right. Exactly. That's how I took it, I think. Yeah, it's very dry. I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, And then finally, here's my position. I think this is the best horror sequel ever. Personally, I, I think that. And I think academically, if we were going to argue, what's the best one? And I really think this is true. Evil Dead 2. I was going to say, <clears throat> Evil Dead 2 is a really funny thing because it almost fits into what you were talking about of kind of like revisiting and That's, changing. Yeah, exactly. That was the, right. the gist of it because it it really is like, this is the same story. Yeah. It's not taking place after, it kind of, but not really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. It's retelling the same story with some different moves there and I really do feel like it's Sam Raimi going, I want to do it again and I want to, I learned some things from the first one. This is what I would do differently. Yeah. So, Robert Rodriguez did Desperado, mm-hmm. um, then... El, well, he did El, Mar- yeah, El, El Mariachi. Mariachi, Desperado, and then Once Upon a Time in Mexico. And he it's the same story each time, sure. but it gets progressively bigger with a budget. And he has said 
the first one is the real story, the second one is the myth, and the third one is the legend, mm. which I think is brilliant. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so is that like I've, I've and never Puss in Boots is the culmination. Yes, <laughs> oh, the the natural culmination. Yeah. I've never seen an Evil Dead film because wow. I, I I did not grow up. You know, Chuck was like, oh, I used to go to the video store and we'd we'd rent five horror movies for five dollars, and I'm like. Mm. I went to the video store and I rented one Nintendo game for $5. Like I, I never was into horror movies. And then yeah. Chuck's like, well, if you, if you're going to be my friend, like this is part of it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess. Yep. Uh, and so now I've seen a lot of the, the big horror movies, but evil yep. dead, because we haven't done a franchise flashback for it. Oh, that'd be a good one. Cause there's five now. Yeah. And a TV I, show and like, a comic oh, book. The TV show and, is tough. Yeah, I don't know the it, I don't know the TV the show. The TV show's fun. I know, I heard it's If good. you just like uh, embrace fun. it, it's I, fun. Yeah, I I, yeah. I love Bruce Campbell as a performer. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm not unwilling to watch these movies, but at the same time, I just haven't made it a point to watch Evil them. Dead 1 is a pretty straightforward horror film. Low budget. Very amateur. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but really, really clever. Yeah. Like we talk about, we were just talking before we started filming when we were in the parking lot, we were talking about uh, movies and the idea of limitations creating really interesting moments. Yeah. And, and like, you know, uh, uh, what a necessity being the mother of invention, like that kind of thing. This is, that's like a textbook scrappy gang of uh you know Youth. wannabe filmmakers right. oh I th- yeah, yeah making this thing and it's it really is just friends doing this thing together right uh and being miserable throughout like yes. everybody getting pneumonia because yeah. they had to stay in the cabin when did they were they, making it do they have an, an adr line of like somebody yelled shed because they were like, oh, how did this character know that this other character was in the shed? And they had to, like, oh, as I don't he's remember, running, but that sounds, it's, yeah, yeah, that it's sounds like that. That sounds shed! likely, like, yeah. It's something like that. Oh, that's yeah. fun. There, there's I, a lot of moments of just, uh, you know, this person was supposed to be in the whole thing, yep. but they mm-hmm. left, and so we killed them off, and, yep. you know, a lot of that stuff. Um, and Evil Dead 2, it really is Raimi just going, oh, now I can do this right. a little better, right? A little more. Mm-hmm. And I think the voice of sam raimi comes out far more in yeah i, I evil think dead so too. too yeah because there's comedy in evil dead for too. sure without a doubt and there's more room for bruce campbell to go from average like hero man you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. like he he's just he's the last guy right, right? in in a horror movie yeah uh instead of the uh, final girl the final girl yep. he's the last guy yeah uh and usually they have to be more John McClane than anything else, yeah. right? Yeah, right. This was a turn from that, and it w- it really let him be Bruce Campbell yeah. and yeah. do all the pratfalls and the physical comedy and all that stuff. And there's some really great work in that that is using practical effects and you know blending as much stuff Absolutely. as possible. Absolutely. So I do think, uh, and it's still a scrappy mm. indie. That is just like, we're trying to make this thing. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I think that's the best sequel to a horror movie because there's zero cynicism involved in that. Right. There's zero... Me too. This made money, so let's make another one. Oh, okay. Truly, it's... it's. I want to get it right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Oh, and that's totally. beautiful. It that's is. really great. I, absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 it's funny because have you seen the newer Evil Dead movies or no? Yeah. I. Uh, well, I didn't see... I saw, Evil Dead Rise came out this year. Yeah, I saw that. That was great. Uh, it was the one previous that I didn't see. So the one that came out recently, 
I thought it was a really fun, like haunting horror movie. Like there's not much of a plot to it. Right. But I think they did a really good job making a small movie. Yeah. And the one before that, I think is even better. And it's in the same direction. Yeah. But it does lose the fun of Evil Dead. They no longer have it's, that. There's which no I think comedy is, in Which it. I think is weird. Yeah, I because agree. to me, those two and three define the mix. Three is so but wacky. It's crazy. Army of Darkness is the wackiest fucking thing. Yeah. And I think there is something really special about the that trilogy. Yeah. Right? Because I'm going to call that a, a trilogy. Because yeah, right. I think so. The TV show is is ancillary. That's, that's extra. Mm-hmm. That's just a... It's almost like a victory lap. Yeah, right? I, I think right. so too. Uh, and then the two movies that have come since then uh, have nothing to do with the first uh, beyond just the Book of the Dead and then uh, this... There's there's like zombie-ish things. Present evil. Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah. Um, that trilogy is so wacky as yeah. a trilogy where it's like, here's the first scrappy indie horror mm-hmm. doing some new shit that's really interesting. Uh, evil Vision is amazing yep. and so... Dirt simple. Right. Dirt simple. It was him and one other guy. They stuck a camera on a board yeah. and then they just ran through the woods. Yep. Yeah. And it and it's amazing because it does the thing that everyone knows is the like film school version of shooting a thing. It's the Jaws Shark rule. Yep. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show it as little as possible. Yeah. We never see what that evil is. Right. Yeah. And then we get the beauty of those dead by dawn, dead by dawn. Like the yeah. deadites yeah. are fantastic creatures. Sam Raimi needs a Hall of Fame moment just for creating, basically taking zombies mm-hmm. and making them even better movie things. Right. Yeah, right, Does right, that make right. sense? Yeah, yes. totally. The yes, idea of fucking with someone that, you know, it's a loved one. Right. And and they're, t- like, Joker-style torturing them mentally is amazing. Yeah. Like, it's really great. Yeah. So you have that first movie, then a little bit of wackiness in the second one, add some, some interesting stuff, and then three is just all out, like, what if we just do a real ridiculous movie? Right. And it's and it's half Looney Tunes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It really oh, yeah. is. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's my that's my thing. Evil Good. Dead Two is my favorite horror sequel, and what I think academically is the best horror sequel. We didn't finish your list. Yeah, we didn't yeah. start my list. Well, let's start it up, Chucky. All right. So <gasps> I'm gonna. That's I'm not. Right, yeah. I'm not gonna talk too long about these. I'll just say them real quick. Uh, my top horror sequels of all time: Paranormal Activity Two. Ooh, I, have you seen it? One. I have n- I've never seen a paranormal movie. So Paranormal Activity, the first one, I really think it's kind of like a Blair Witch situation, mm-hmm. and it's very well executed. Paranormal Activity 2, the first, I think, 30 minutes take place before Paranormal, uh, paranormal Activity 1, yeah. and then the rest of it takes place after Paranormal Activity 1. Okay. And so it's, a ve- it's very much a... A pre and sequel. Yeah, you know, and, it's, yeah. and it's really well done. You know why I never got into the, the PAs? Why? Uh, the first movie came out, and I skipped it because of House of Leaves, that book that oh, I read. Yeah. Mark Danieluski. Yeah, Mark Z. Danieluski. Yes. That is horrifying. And yes. we talked about it uh, back on your podcast. Yes, we did. Uh, back when that happened. And uh, I still haven't read it. It's it's on my Amazon wish list. Still haven't read it because I'm like, yeah, I, don't you want, said, like I don't want nightmares. Yeah, you said it like did it so well that you didn't want to... Yes. Yeah, I, I never want to read it again, obviously. Uh, but it was such a fun ride. But it was... That book was fresh in my mind when Paranormal Activity came out. And they're different stories for sure. Yeah. But the basic 
the basic like the the foundation the concrete floor of this thing yeah was essentially the same uh I've, based on the the trailer like yeah people I, move into this house and that's what happens in house of leaves and i'm like ah, i already got that story and it was it i worked. don't think i it's probably not similar at all exactly no i don't think it is yeah, yeah it probably isn't similar at all it's just like i know what you mean though if it comes out at the same time whatever yeah was um, there a penis monster in paranormal activity that was that's the p in paranormal um but paranormal- penis Anus, <laughs> rectum, anus. Do egg. <laughs> nice penis. <laughs> um, but I think, old penis. I think it was one of those things where you know how rusty. You, penis. Yeah, you know how you said like, oh, it's you know in horror a lot of times it's like people make an original thing and they yeah. say we made a lot of money make another one mm. and the puzzle of well what do we do with this they knocked it out of the park yes. i think with paranormal 22 yeah uh, i think scream 4 was excellent that was the one where it was uh you know the main character's cousin that was involved mm-hmm. in the thing and i think again it was a subversion of the original story as opposed to just and here we go with more yeah you know it had way more to do with it aliens is on my list um and also if you love alien and aliens check out the new rockstar's deep dive channel they just did two videos that are deep into alien and aliens and they're incredible 10 cloverfield lane yeah that's a great one and it's funny because it's another one of those things where it's like well is it really a sequel and i kind of it kind of is it it qualifies i would count it as a sequel it's tough though because i watch it when i watched it i I did feel like this is fun but it could have nothing to do with cloverfield and that's fine and probably didn't yeah it's john john goodman mary oh i think think he did write it though i think it was the same people that came up with it oh it it wasn't like separate the third one that was a surprise release after the super bowl netflix one yeah which was dog shit yeah yeah, yeah, and i'm not usually like the one to say that that was a separate property that they're just like cloverfield right but ted cloverfield lane was my bad robot we watched uh we watched the Super Bowl at your house, and you're like, oh, I can't wait. Let's watch this Cloverfield so Paradox afterwards. He was so excited. I'm like, yeah. but we have to have interviews with all the football players. And Chuck's like, <laughs> oh, we have to know. I do. Oh, my God. And, anyway. uh, and then we watched I, it. Yeah, and was, and, and, wait, we got done, and, and Chuck was like, we should have watched the interviews with no, the football No, I would players. never say that. I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I know that movie I is throw terrible. Ball. I catch ball. And Brad's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I would rather watch that sequel to Cloverfield than watch the interviews with the football players. I would rather watch the football players describe literally any movie. Yeah. I would like that. That would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, final top sequel is uh, Halloween 2018. Ooh, yeah. It, it was incredible. And it, that one was actually a real sequel. Yeah. But they had the benefit of 40 years later, what does this do to a person? Right. So there's a lot of storytelling that I think a lot of other movies can't really incorporate yeah. because yeah. they're like, they're like, well, we have to make it 18 months later. We don't have the benefit of Jamie Lee Curtis being 70 years old. Yeah. Uh, my top reboots, The Thing 1982, I think is my favorite of all time for a reboot in terms yeah. of horror thriller. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Thing from Another World is the right, original. Right, right, right. Uh, Dawn of the Dead 2004. And I loved it 2017. Oh, that's great. Mm. And then my runners, Halloween 3 is killer. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because it is a thing where it's like, is that a sequel? Is it like, I think Halloween 3 might be National Lampoon's vacation to National Lampoon's Animal House. Because that's what they said. That's what they were trying to, they said. I guess so. We yeah. wanted to make Halloween the National Lampoon of horror. Right, I knew. I know it want. They wanted a uh, a franchise where it was uh, different you stories, know, different stories yeah. throughout. Yeah, yeah. So an it, anthology. So it's yeah. tough to count it. Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two uh-huh. is a straight up comedy, which I love. He has the two little chainsaws. The the sheriff Saw X was great. I think New Nightmare 
is yeah. the kind of sequel that I really gravitate towards, which is yeah, a little yeah. twist. Um, I loved Evil Dead 2013. It's in here. I have a bunch more, but it's just like, you know, I think that the secret might be to not say, let's continue the story in a traditional way. Mm. I think the secret might be, let's find a different vantage point or a different um, take on what this is. Maybe Aliens and Alien is the best version of that that's well, so I think, clear. I think the uh, the secret thing, the secret sauce, is to m- have the idea Work on first. its own. Yes. Have the idea yeah. first for a sequel, right. not the need for a sequel right. first. Don't let the need for the sequel drive what that movie's going to be. And I think that's the secret, right? Yeah. I, I think that I, might be... I, I, you know, they figured out the secret sauce was putting the leprechaun in the hood. <laughs> that is true. And so that when they needed true. a sequel... Man, all... the 90s was a real, like... <laughs> but what if, what if all of these people were surrounded by lower... Income black folks. Yep. What would happen then? What if the Crypt Keeper I will was around a bunch <laughs> of black thugs? An, an, another great reboot that kind of falls in line with funny games is probably The Ring. Because The Ring is a really mm. good original horror movie, but it, oh, sure. it came out like a couple of years after Ringu. Yeah. Um, Ringu. But it's funny. I, I'm obsessed with this concept, and you guys know this very well, of being put in the position to say, right. make a good Halloween two, make a good this, and how do you actually make how do you actually complete that in a way that's not just, well, we made another one, it's another story, yeah. as, and make something that stands out on its own. And that's a, a really interesting place to play with for yeah. me. You know? Absolutely. But we did want to talk about something that I thought would be fun. Um anuses. So I recently hosted an episode of Did you see that movie? Anuses? No, there was a movie about a uh, teenage boy with a huge anus, uh, and it was big and purple. Hungry, hungry. Anus. No, it was called Anus. Oh. Um, and by the end of the movie, he kind of like learns to accept that he has a huge anus in high school. <laughs> oh, it was about the cells, and they they ad- it was a science project. Mazzy Star played at the big school dance. I know there was a big school dance, and there was... Uh, I, maybe Mazzy Star was singing Fade Into You. She certainly was. Okay. Anus. Sorry. There was, remember that movie, Angus? Yes, I did. Yeah, I love that Angus. was the joke I was doing there. I love Angus. Angus is one of those movies, mm-hmm. when I saw that, I was in high school, yep. and I saw that movie, and like, I'm enjoying the movie, and then it, it dawned on me... <laughs> <laughs> That you were James Vanderbeek. It dawned on me in a big way that I'm sort of basically Angus without the like. If Angus had more personality, the best friend. He was. He was. <laughs> the he, he was raised here. by his mother and grandmother, wasn't he? In Angus. Uh, wow. Probably. I don't know wow, that there was a that's dad. Weird. It's it's been a long time since I've seen it. Oh no. Yeah. He, that's he used, really weird. He, yeah. he used humor to deflect at one point. Oh man. Does he end up banging the hot girl at the dance? He did. Well, I, I don't know that he banged her. Kissed her? Right uh, on, the, right on center court of the dance. To, yeah. You dance with I, her I to Mazzy Star. Yeah. The last time I watched it was on VHS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Same here. Yeah. Wow. But no, like I remember Angus and I was just like, I like I liked it and then I didn't like it because it was too close. Got and it. I went, I don't like that movie. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it makes me think about things I don't want to think about. <laughs> I'm in high school. I'm still developing my sense of humor that will ultimately become my key to the world and also the wall I put up to protect myself. Okay? 
<laughs> wow, that was too. That was too like salient of a point. That to was make. beautiful. Oh. That's that's why we podcast. Right? Oh no, Rangus. <laughs> Please, Rainus. <laughs> oh no. Would you go see a horror movie? And they they say no trailers. Yeah, it's just a black poster. War, war, you know the the letters are far apart. The kerning is wide. Mm-hmm. Anus. <laughs> would you see it? <laughs> I would be checking Twitter the day it came out. That's what I would be who, doing. Who directed it? Who directed? Yeah, Anus? who directed it? M Night Shyamalan. Oh <laughs> no! You know what's so funny? If we all made different like posters of the movie Anus, just directed by different directors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say this. That sounds like a Pitch Doctors episode. <laughs> Write it, it down for next October. What Pitch is Doctors? Anus. Anus by David Fincher. I just, you know what I want to do? I just want to take every clip from from like a bunch of trailers where someone is they do that uh, they do that zoom into someone's face when they say a thing. Like the example would be Harrison Ford in uh, Force Awakens yeah. when he's like, "It's true, all of it, right?" Yeah, like yeah. that. Just. Every moment of that in as many trailers as possible, yeah. punch them all together and then put anus at the end. <laughs> and that's the whole beat. That's funny. Yeah, that's I like that. really funny. I had an idea forever ago, if I had time, if I had thought of it when I was in my early 20s, I would have made this, mm-hmm. a trailer uh, for a movie and it's Tom Hanks and Tom Hanks and... Tom Hanks oh. and taking clips of Tom Hanks from like Castaway, that's Forrest Gump, uh, Money Pit, uh, Saving Private Ryan. That's really funny. The, uh, Sully Sullenberger story. Yeah. Uh, Joe yeah. versus the volcano. Joe versus the volcano. The, the, the lady killer. Yeah. 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 Lady killers is a is a deep cut. Yeah, thank you. That's very funny. Yeah, and it would be like starring Tom, Tom Hanks and then like a quick clip and. Tom Hanks, oh. and I wanted to do it where I could take dialogue from yeah, like one. Yeah, they're having a conversation. And yeah, exactly. That's amazing. TM trademarked. I'll fucking sue you. I'll see you I'll, in court, <laughs> and I'll drag you to hell. Oh, speaking of drag, you drag me to hell. Yeah, Sam Raimi often considered a spiritual sequel to Evil Dead. I was going to say to me, drag me to hell feels a lot closer to the Evil Dead movies than the Evil Dead sequels. Yes. And I'm not saying I don't like them. I'm just saying I feels a lot and closer. And honestly, I think if you could go in and change just a couple of lines, it would be a very satisfying sequel. Yeah. I love that I that movie culminates. Like The climax of that movie is like, the person that you've been following the whole time, they get dragged to hell. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. Yeah. They got dragged to hell. I really, I'm stuck on this anus idea where it's like <laughs> anus, tra- and it's like trailer one, and yeah. we take these insane moments from movies and put them together. Yeah. <laughs> anus. And then trailer two, and it's like crazier. Man, maybe we should, I don't know. This is fun. But anyway. I think one trailer would be like quotes that they use for movies, <laughs> all from like, high-end high-drama yeah. movies yeah and it's like critic quotes yep yeah for this and it's just it makes no sense it's, right. and it's like even though this movie hasn't reached wide audiences yet the criterion blu-ray is already planned for release <laughs> yeah you know yeah. 2025 i love that that's well, really fun let's get to our spookies because yes. we are uh guys we're almost at an episode so we should get to the episode so yep. here's the idea for this episode that we're gonna do <laughs> 
I well, so I was filming uh, Pat last we're week. We're good at foreplay, aren't we? <laughs> that's good. Yeah, get them warm. But uh, <laughs> that's how. Wait, we... do you think foreplay is just getting a getting a, a lover warm? Like you're just putting blankets on. There. It's like, what are you doing? Are you ready I'll, to come? I'll say if, there, if there's three of us, our skillet foreplay is probably uh, like four plus four plus one. I think we're, our we're skillet at, foreplay is nine. like egg, bacon eggs. Yes. <laughs> That's so our skillet. Foreplay. I'm hosting a show on the Tell Em Steve Dave Patreon yes. called The Tesdy Tapes. And we just transformed the show from an audio show to a video show. Mm-hmm. And now it's full video. It's me and the Tell Em Steve Dave guys. Full V. Full V. And as always, whenever I direct a show, because I also direct it, mm-hmm. Walt kind of gives me, Walt Flanagan gives me free reign to kind of create like an intro and an over, overarching uh, feeling to the show. Mm-hmm. So I said, what would be a cool intro to the Tesdy tapes? Which was, Walt came up with that name as a behind the scenes look at the history of Tell Him Steve Dave. And I said, I was like, you know, it'd be cool to go into like an abandoned property and film myself going in mm-hmm. and going through this property and f- and looking in almost like an abandoned government building and finding the Tesdy tapes, like yeah, it were yeah. hidden files. Yeah, that's fun. So, so you went to an old Circuit City. <laughs> so I love a Circuit City. It's a dead building, but you know what it was. So I uh, I I reached out to my buddy Staten Island Gina, and I'm like, listen, you know Staten Island more than I do. I've been living here less than your two name's years. Staten Island Gina. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I said, what do you think? Do you know any places we could go? You're, you're Two places, Chuck. <laughs> and I was like, do you know where we could go? Because I don't know. Yeah. And she said, you know, there's a place in Staten Island called Toad Hill. Are you familiar with it? It's where they shot Godfather 2. It's like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like very... Toady. Toady. Yeah. It's very Italian, hot, very rich, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think a few of the celebrities of Staten Island live there, which there are some. <laughs> Keep laughing, but... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, like Pete Davidson <laughs> is around. I, I, I think it's weird one. that Chuck doesn't consider himself one of the celebrities. We, 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 we got, we got, you know, we got those impractically joking guys. Yeah, yeah. DeStefano, like all those people live in Staten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I'm sure that they live, if not around that area, then somewhere nearby. But it's very rich houses. And she said there was a mansion being built that was suddenly abandoned during construction, and it's just in the woods. Oh, so this, you know what that is. The bubble. The bubble. The yeah. 2008 bubble. The, yeah. By the way, I don't the know. The real I, estate bubble. By the way, just saying, I actually don't know where any of the, those that other people live. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just guessing they live there because it's so rich and so big. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so. The bubble. So <laughs> she said, let's go try to find it, which is a weird task, especially as like a grown man. You know what I mean? Like when, we sure. were, when, you're, when you're in high school, college, you know, you kind of go and find these places. But we had to go through the woods Look for this abandoned mansion, like find a fence, find a hole in the fence, mm. and go into these abandoned properties. Yeah, wow. where there's like a ton of graffiti, like beer cans, like, like, like. I actually found bones in one, which was really weird. What kind of bones? It looked like a. It looked like maybe a fox or like a, a large mam, a, yeah, a larger right. mammal than a rabbit. Yeah, um, I'm honestly, I, I thought that was a setup to be like, well, they were chicken wing bones, and they weren't there. When I walked in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, we went to this abandoned mansion. That was that was pretty cool. But then there's like a famous place, uh, and I, I had to text my buddy Brian Rupert, Statue of Liberty, who has helped us, who has helped us film. He works on Tell Him Steve Dave stuff, yeah. And he grew up in Staten Island. He lives across the bridge in Hazlitt, New Jersey. And I said, "Do you know any places?" And he said, "Yeah, go here. This is like 
abandoned hospitals and stuff. Yeah. And there's multiple buildings. And so again, we had to find it, find the fence, find the fucking hole. And I went on Reddit and I looked for it and it had like the geotag location, yeah, a yeah. million numbers. That's how we had to find the hole in the fence. Because you're kind no- of- notoriously, you're not very good at finding the hole. No, I'm not. Hey, that's why I stick with the foreplay. Yeah. So many blankets. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's kind of fun finding that. And especially on like a thread on Reddit, you feel like this yeah. is like a little spook. And yeah. so, you know, it's, it's, it's late at night. So we go in. And it's multiple buildings, right? And maybe, you know what? I'll, I'll On top of this video, I'll throw all the footage because I filmed the whole time. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's all these abandoned buildings, tons of graffitis, and they seem like old schoolhouses. Tons of graffitis. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all these graffitis. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Oh. But it's all spray painted. And it's the stairs are so frightening that like you look at the stairs, you're like, if I step on that, it mm-hmm. is a crapshoot on whether or not it will collapse. Yeah, yeah. But it's all rust. It's all this shit. It's very like full of trash, very scary. But I, we got our filming done. Uh, Gina helped me. It was it was great. It came out really good. I'm really happy. The episode came out last week. Great response. Appreciate the Tell Him Steve Dave listeners. Really happy with it. But it sparked me into thinking like, wow, like kids do this a lot when they're mm-hmm. High school, college age, yeah. where they go, man, you know, about middle the, school, yeah, you know about the abandoned mental institution, the abandoned blank, yeah, and people go and do that. And I, growing up as a bona fide pussy, was very scared of that stuff. And I wanted to know if you guys had any experience with haunted locations of your towns. Yes. So what do you got? First of all, I was the one who bona fide you. <laughs> oh, uh, really quickly about the the graffiti because I saw some of the so, shots. So, I think it was the plural. The, the graffitis. Yes. Yeah. About the graffitis. Yeah. Uh, I saw some shots of of uh, where you were. Yeah. And I I saw the you know the walls covered in graffitis. Uh, to me, that's less scary than if the walls were blank because I look at that and go, so, oh, this is proof come. of. All Life. these different people mm. having been here, hanging out, doing their thing. Then I'm only worried about like uh, tweakers, like a, like a yeah, like a like a shitty person being there. Right. But that's a different fear than uh, the paranormal or oh, some other ghost. is yeah. going to get me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't believe in ghosts. Right. But when I'm in a place where it's probable that that would be a thing there, right. I'm like. Maybe this is the moment where all of what I think is the world is completely changed. This is this is how yeah. I feel. I'm like, as soon as I say out loud that I don't believe in ghosts, I'm gonna get dragged to hell. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's gonna happen to me. Would you say you ain't afraid of no ghosts? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Uh, but I do think it's funny. Like one of the things in a lot of horror movies, when like a ghost thing happens, a right. haunting of some kind, mm-hmm. it is interesting to me. That that movie, the thing will happen, and then people move on mm-hmm. uh, by the end, or you know, in a sequel, we see them move on. And to me, all I think about is like your whole worldview has to be shattered in that yeah, moment, exactly. Because if ghosts are real, they're fucking everywhere. Yes, exactly. How do you how do you not you know like Final Destination? Devin Sawa ends up a guy in a shack hiding yeah. from death. Yes. That's what I think anyone in any kind of paranormal situation in a movie would end up being. Right. Yeah. It's just somebody like, holy shit. Right? Like if that ghost is real, then they're all they're everywhere. That's that's you know? I, I always I whenever I watch a, a scary movie and um, I think about the logistics of finding like a monster or a ghost yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, what are the ramifications of like trying to go to bed that night and being like, what else though? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. yeah. Such a, like, yeah, I defeated the thing, but 
what else is out there? How, uh, yeah, I defeated the one and only ghost. Yeah, how Thank is goodness. how uh, extra the new exorcist just came out, right? Yeah. How is Reagan and her mother not every day going like, huh? So um the uh Judeo-Christian God and Devil are very real. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that that changes a lot of how it's I like, live my also, life. Also, go to school today. Don't get nabbed again. Yeah. Like it's not even yeah. like they did anything wrong in the first place to become part of that. Yeah, she played with that Ouija board. <laughs> well, Everybody knows she like, played with the Ouija. Oh, can I? Can I? Can <laughs> For I? Some reason I picture I, I, Trump talking about. I, she played with the Ouija. <laughs> you never play with the Ouija. Oh, he is, he's the devil's advocate. <laughs> well, no, this is if if the events of the Exorcist happened during. Donald Trump's term as president. And, and yeah. they were like, hey, you need to stop this. Oh, they, he just yeah. has to do a press conference like yeah. there. What about that situation that happened, right? Yeah. And he's like, well, we're hearing reports that she played with a Ouija. <laughs> never play with a Ouija. I never play with a Ouija. <laughs> but if I did. I don't even play with Luigi when I'm uh, playing Mario Brothers. I don't get too close to it. The Ouija board. Everybody knows it's the devil's board. Uh, yes. You know, no, I'm not touching that planchette. Yes. To move it around. That's funny. You ask it a question, you're only going to get a bad answer. <laughs> I, I need to give a quick little thing. I did want to say this. Yeah, I love giving people some stuff to enjoy during the Halloween season mm-hmm. on our on our the Halloween podcast that we've done over the years. <clears throat> and this year, I'd really like to point out the movie Cobweb. I think oh, it's sure. a great, very low budget, very intimate, small horror movie that takes place actually on Halloween and everything. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of it, Brad? It uh, frightened me. But it, what did you think uh, of the quality it, it of the movie? You keep avoiding talking about it. Well, no, I, I liked it. I, I told you last night. I'm like, oh, there were some really good shots in the movie. I thought he was putting blankets on you at the time. Right? Yes, he yeah. was. I, I want pe- viewers to like know that though it's very small. Yes. Yeah, I uh, want to pro- really pro- communicate probably that. two locations. Two uh, locations yeah, total. Yeah. I think. And school uh, in the house. Yeah, and uh, Lizzie Kaplan's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Homelander. The the Homelander is great. The little kid is great. I I think I was a little. I I, I didn't love the ending as much as I wanted to. My prediction of what was going to happen was wrong, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm like oh, I wrote down a prediction and Chuck's like you're never gonna get it, and I'm like I deleted it. I wrote a new prediction. What was your delete? A more outlandish one. Was your deleted one closer to the real one? No. What was the deleted one? That well, I can't say it because it gives away. Okay. So. Uh, it was but Bill Cosby. I, yes, I, I was thinking when, when you were talking about ghosts affecting your worldview. I was thinking about a ghost dad <laughs> joke. I, uh, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. I probably gave it three stars on Letterboxd. Nice. Okay, good. Um, but I, uh, I, you know, I, it, it disturbed me. I woke up in the middle of the night. I'm, I'm stressed out about other things. But I was like, what if there's a cobweb in my house? And then I'm like, no, that's the cat sleeping on me. I'm okay. And then I hear the cat meow from the kitchen. And I'm like, oh yeah, no. There's, there's not a lot of horror movies that take place around Halloween that fall outside of the Halloween series. Like right. Trick or Treat is great, but Cobweb, I really love it. It is very, very, very small. Yeah. Um, but I really loved it. And then my other prediction, my other uh, suggestion is that Marvel is doing a bunch of Halloween-based comics this year. Mm. They're doing a new Marvel Zombies. I think it's called Black, White, and Red or something. And uh, I'm very excited for that. It hasn't come out yet. And they're doing a new series right now, and it's called Wolverine versus the Predator. Um, and a new monster series with like Deadpool, Man Thing, you know, uh, Thing werewolf, Man, Werewolf by Night. 
And so that stuff is Night really Wolf fun. By where? I love I love trying to fill my seasonal time with like that kind of stuff. Sure, sure. Um, and those those are mine this year. I don't have a ton of new ones. But my shout it. out for a Halloween because like I love a movie taking place during Halloween. Me too. Even if it's not a horror movie, okay. right? Right. Me too. Yeah. One of my favorites uh, that I found thanks to Red Letter Media, of mm. course, right? Uh, and uh, uh, it's a movie called The Guest. Hmm. It's a wonderful, low-budget movie. It's not a horror. It's sort of thrillery, I guess, right? Okay. What, what is the general world of it? Because there's a movie yeah. I saw that I loved, but it's either The Invited or The Invitation or The Guest or something. So The Guest uh, stars... Um, Oh man, I'm gonna forget his name, which I just did. Uh, the actor that was the lead in Legion, uh, another Noah Hawley show that I absolutely loved. Uh, he is now he's now taken over as the voice of the head alien in Solar Opposites, the other Justin Roiland show. Yes, yes. Um, I love that actor. He's really great. Right. He was fantastic in Legion. I think he was in uh, Downton Abbey at okay. some point. Great actor. Um, he's the lead in this. It's a it's a low budget movie. It takes place during Halloween, which I love because not enough stuff. I love the mm-hmm. aesthetic of something happening then. Just throw some pumpkins out. Is baby. it about yeah. a soldier? So it's about uh, a David Stevens or Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens, yeah, yeah. that's his name. Yeah. I love that actor, Dan Stevens. Uh, it is a uh, a soldier with a mysterious past, kind of unknown. Uh, shows up at a family's house. Okay, who uh, this family lost their son, who was also in the war. Okay. Right? And this man shows up at their door saying, I was in the unit with him. He was a close friend of mine, and I wanted to come and visit you. Right. I just got out. Yeah. And and things unfold from there. They often this do. man is not who he seems. Oh, no. But it's so wonderfully executed. Like, it's it's very low budget, but so fun. And it turns into a really fun place by the end of that movie where you're like, I love this guy. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, he's bad. The world would be better if he didn't exist. Right. But I'm so happy that this is happening. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. that kind That's of... That's great. Uh, and I'll, I'll tease you with this. The uh, writer of the movie said, yeah, we usually lost people right around when we killed the mom. Right? There's no... Right. It, it's not really spoiling much there. Yeah. But uh, it does take the turns that other movies, I think, would shy away from. Okay, that's great. Yeah, and it's delightful. the 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 soundtrack is killer. It's yeah. got that like nice like throwback to the '80s. A lot of synthy kind of music. Right. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, and I love that the ism that's in it. The the gist of who this guy is and what's going on. They give you enough information to understand it, but they don't explain it away. Yeah, good. And I appreciate that. That's it great. leaves you going, huh? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's great. It's a fun movie. Uh, but uh, yeah, to uh, well, to- I, I also watched Pet Cemetery Bloodlines, and I was severely disappointed. Sure, which yeah, I of knew course. it was going. Well, I I was hoping there wasn't it, of course, but yeah, some good stuff. Whatever, I'm bummed. Listen, when it comes to Pet Cemetery, sometimes dead is better. Just <laughs> leave it alone. <laughs> Let it lie. Which is what I'd like to say to all the studios. Can I ask you a quick question about Pet Cemetery? Do you like Pit Cemetery 2? I like it as a schlock follow-up. Yeah, as a yeah. purely 90s uh like I when I think of Pet Cemetery 2, it's one of the it's one of the movies that most makes me have the sense memory me too. of holding of a just, rental tape case. That's how I feel about it. Yep. And it's it's weird to be like 
I think Pet Cemetery 2 is bad, and yes, I really enjoy it. Yeah, but no, it, that's okay. There's there's okay plenty too. of schlocky things that are fun schlock Okay, fest My things. sense memory is we watched it when you were at uh, Regency. That was where I first saw it. Very, it's, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Pet Cemetery, I think, is the first one. One of my favorite horror movies. Sure, sure. I just love it. Anyway, sorry, buddy. No, no, that's okay. Uh, oh, I had another thought of a, a movie thing, but it, it went away. Doesn't matter. Right. Uh, back Ter- to your point terrifying about... Terrifying places? Yeah, haunted places when you're a kid and stuff like that. It's weird because I, I don't have a good Halloween story because I am frightened of everything. Also, clearly not... Yes, not, uh, not a, a scary Halloween person, more a candy-based Halloween person. That's why I was like, hey, Kenny, you better bring us some candy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I think of uh, the, the, the scary place in our town was, uh, the bomb shelter was what it was called. It was oh, back, that's in the, cool. back, yeah. in, back in the woods and it's, you know, cinder blocks and it's half fallen over and that's fun. Uh, yeah. It is fun. We went there on the 4th of July, which really, if you're looking at opposites mm, of holidays, that's Halloween, yeah. yeah, no, it's kind of the opposite of Halloween. Christmas be... is the opposite of Halloween. Right. The purge. We, That's not a holiday. I, I, yes. <laughs> not, not yet. What about the purge? <laughs> uh, we we went out there and we had uh, a bottle rocket fight. I don't know if I was seventeen or eighteen that summer, but it okay. was you know, or right before my seventeenth birthday, right before my eighteenth birthday. That was everybody throwing VHS copies of Bottle Rocket at each we, other. <laughs> uh, I never had a bottle rocket fight. Have you? No. Would we, you, we should do it for the podcast. Oh no! It could be me and Brad it, versus you and Finn. It was triple no. It was, <laughs> It's it's such a dumb and bad idea. I don't know how. Like none of us had like goggles or anything. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, we're, yeah. we're we're holding Roman candles and aiming them at each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then our friend Dan She would uh, when he was like waiting for someone to get off work, he would have the like, Dan She. He would have. He would have <laughs> like a streak of the Dan She. He would have a, like a, a twelve pack of bottle rockets, and you know they're they're bundled together, yeah. and he would twist the sticks oh, and break no. the sticks off, and then twist the wicks. So you'd light them, throw what them in the air, twister. and it was and it was like a cluster bomb, yeah, of bottle rockets, and he called them she bombs. <laughs> she bombs makes sense. <laughs> That's really funny though. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he's great. William Hung did a song about yes. That. <laughs> Uh, and so that, that was that was the only like real like that was the only time I went to this bomb shelter. Yeah, you know it was. And then thr- ironically, did the thing it's supposed to protect against. It, it was such a weird day. Like we definitely fought about like who got the most Roman candles, and then it was like, well, who chipped in for it the most? And that's yeah. fair. It was, yeah. yeah, it was one of our one of our many uh, friendship straining fights. I can't. B- you wouldn't do a bottle rocket fight with me? Uh, not now. What, no. If, no, what no. if we wore goggles f- and a helmet? 40 years old. <laughs> what if we wore goggles and a helmet? No, I'm good. Knee pads. No. Back oh, in the day, oh, hell with, yeah. Oh, with knee pads. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I was uh, most worried about a bottle rocket hitting my knee. Well, how about this? If anyone in this room starts throwing bottle rockets at you, you might just want to have some ready. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> We're gonna, like it's a quick draw. <laughs> Ray uh, and I are gonna uh, just make she bombs. Yeah, you know that Brad would get one right in the throat. Oh, you know yeah. it would go right down his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I, 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 am, him? I don't know. Is it going around? His <laughs> we see it from the outside. I, I don't know how. Not just not just we didn't get hurt by like shooting explosives at each other, but like yeah. tripping over a root as we like tried to dodge these things. It yeah. was a colossally bad I idea. I mean, we did. Plenty of things that are basically that, right? Yeah, like yeah. we shot each other with BB guns all the time, you know, stuff like that. Really, shot each other with BB guns? Yeah, the that CO two ones. That seems not like a, just pumps. That seems dangerous. That seems more painful than the bottle rocket. Yeah, 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. I never did that either. Uh, you know. We used to have shaving cream fights and makeout parties. At the same okay. time? When I was in like... Well, the BB guns weren't involved when we were like making out with people. You know what I mean? <laughs> it wasn't spin the BB gun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I gotta go to the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica shot me. (laughs) Can I ask a real question? Uh, Yeah. If a bottle rocket, let's say I shoot a bottle rocket at at Brad. You're so fixated on bottle rockets. If it goes right, yeah, hits him in the chest and Uh explodes. How much does that hurt, and how much damage does it cause? I I think there are a lot of variables. Yeah. I I, we you know we were using the the small cheapo the kind that just go. Um, you can't like blow off your finger from it. No, probably. I, I probably would. Not. I wouldn't hold one. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, but okay. I. I think if it shoots at you, it's not going to like you know break a, break hole. a rib. Yeah. Okay. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's it's going to leave scorch marks. Yeah. I think it, the the big concern is just burning. Yeah. yeah you know. Right, okay. Yeah. But then Roman candles are just balls of flame yeah. that we were shooting at each other. Someone say great. Balls of flame, right? Or oh, great balls one guy of would say that. fire. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, we we had no. We we talked. You know, you mentioned earlier uh, the existential horror of a, a Mormon momfluencer setting the woods on fire. Yeah, that could have been us. We could have been those Mormon momfluencers. Yeah. Like no that. precautions about it. Just yeah. it was such a weird day. That is a weird day. I think it's. I think it's okay. I think the, the things like that happen. Chuck's ordering. I wrote down fireworks right now. I wrote down Shriek of the Danshee in case oh. you want to name the episode that. Got it. I like that. Yeah. He, he, uh, he would love it. Well, when you bring up that kind of idea, like I think back when, when Chuck brought this up to, to, to both of us, this idea, I thought back immediately to like places I went as a younger kid, like in middle school, that looking back now, as an adult, I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> yeah, like there was a an, there was a building. It was like some abandoned little building in the woods, in the middle of nowhere, on the coast of Kittery, Maine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we stumbled on it in middle school. Okay, like first you had to ride your bike down to a place called Eagles Point, mm-hmm. and it was like a little point Ooh. where you would go swimming, mm-hmm. and nice. then you'd have to go along this path that went along the coast, like a few miles. And then into the woods, and then in the middle of nowhere, there was a uh, fenced-in area, like the size of a small like home, right? Okay. And is this it's like, all this is like wooden fence, chain link fence, chain link fence okay. with mm-hmm. barbed wire on top. Oh, Whoa. yeah. And there was a small gap in the part of the fence that could be opened for like a vehicle with that had a chain, and we were small enough middle schoolers where we could climb up to where the chain was and then slide in Ooh. and then climb down. Yep. So we wouldn't have to touch any of the razor wire or barbed wire. Right. And then there was this little brick building that was very small. Was it was it a little house on chicken legs? Because if so, <laughs> yikes. The Baba Yaga. Nah. The Yaga Yaga. <laughs> um, but uh, it was this abandoned thing. It must have been for some kind of like... Uh, power station or like weather thing or i don't know what it was but it was clearly like some kind of like town building right it wasn't a house Mm -hmm. brick thing boarded up windows no power nothing in it right uh in this fenced in area we snuck in there and one of the windows is open uh the boarding had been like knocked down and it was like a period of time of like you go in first no you go in first and we all climbed in 
and we're in this fucking thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the first day we found it, we climbed in and only stayed in the area where the sun was coming through that window. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then, of course, we made it our mission. Yeah. And went back with backpacks, with flashlights, and I've got my Swiss Army knife in case anything happens, nice. right? Like yes. stuff like that. And we went in, and uh, there was a, the whole place was trashed. Yes. But not graffiti or anything like that. Just like you could just tell it was just old. Zero graffitis? Zero graffitis. Not one wow. graffiti. <laughs> wow. And uh, graffito. <laughs> please. Uh, graffita. <laughs> um, but uh, there, was, uh, there was a basement that was slightly flooded and pitch black. Ugh. And I just have a memory of us standing there being like, you, you you go down. You go yeah, down. yeah, of course. But I look back now going, are you crazy? Not for like, there's going to be a monster. Yeah, right. right. Literally just like, Structural. some weird creep is li- living in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I'm worried about. Me too. Uh, but Let me, let me oh, ask you this. Yeah. If, if the three of us stumble on a mysterious house like that, yeah. who, who, who do you think is going in first? Oh, Jesus Christ. The two of you are sitting in the car, and I... <laughs> I oh, have please. to go up. First of all, I'm the bravest out of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, sure. Ch- Chuck volunteered then if yep. we get yep. in any mysterious well, situations. Well, the bravest person, that means they have the most, they're most important. So I might say, I'm brave. I'm going to make this plan. <laughs> this is too much psychology I'm going to say, I'm going to make the plan, Brad. You go in first, and I'll be out here. I like how you lead with, well, <laughs> I would be the most important. We know that. So what would his traits be? <laughs> Brave. Okay, I'm brave. So, so yeah. I've never met someone more accurately like embodying main character syndrome in my life. I also don't like that Chuck's like I'm the most important, so I'd send Brad in first right, because right. that tells me what he thinks about me. Also, these two childless dweebs are just like <laughs> I'm most important. It's weird more people I, would miss me. I think if we had no way out. I would yeah. get sick of the arguing and go in just to be sure, sure, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. I will say, it, if we were kids, if the three of us were friends as kids, mm-hmm. you know, we're all young, we're riding our bikes around time, we're putting, you know, baseball cards in our spokes, we're yeah. trying to finger the ladies, we're having fun. When I, when did you start fingering? I, I think that we're we're having a lot of fun and, and we're we're yeah. pushing each other to do this kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, I and think we, another are, term would our parents would say bad influence. <laughs> no way. Yeah. yeah. No way. Brad has one of those baseball hats that's up and high. Oh, Brad's mom and dad wouldn't let us <laughs> no. play with him. No. No, Brad, of course. Brad no. has a backpack full of inhalers. He would have to sneak out to <laughs> hang out with us. Yeah. Right? I'm they're, going to the library again. You always come back with bruises from the library. <laughs> their book good, fell on me. They're good kids. I swear to God. Oh, I wasn't allowed yeah. to swear to God. Come on. Oh, yeah, that's true. I swear to turtles. What what, what would you say? I I promise. I think I'd say. Well, I think the two of you would hang out because you guys would live in the same neighborhood, most likely, economically. I live in a different neighborhood, Mm. economically. And I'd be happy to come to that neighborhood. And everybody would look at me as like the trouble kid. You know, because yeah. I come from the other side of the track. I could no. see that. Yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd live in uh, in Dyer. It was called Frogtown at the time. Yeah, I live in Frogtown <laughs> on Toad Hill. <laughs> on account of all... Frogtown and Toad Hill, it's funny. Yep. That's actually not a bad title either. It's really it's really different ends of the economic spectrum. Truly. No, I think that... You, I mean, let's let's put the cards on the table. We're all a little soft. Mine are in my spokes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, we, we're all a little soft. Sure. You think you think you're braver than me, huh? I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I also like a cowboy. He said, it. "You think you're braver than me, huh?" 
like you're gonna start doing the fucking the knives on the table. Tack, 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 well, first of all, I'm challenging you to a firework fight, and you're like, oh no, I'm scared. I don't know. Sure. Uh, <laughs> no, I just think I think given our scenarios, we had a whole episode where we talked about the fact that like you didn't want to get out of the car, and I had to say to because both I of had you, do you want me to go I'm get a busy out of the guy car? Things to do. Okay, cut. Can, <laughs> Craig, can you cut back to him saying like he was like clinically a pussy or something like that? Bonafide. Yeah, bonafide pussy. And let's check those bona fides right now. And I, growing up as a bonafide pussy... But no, uh, so... Yeah, uh, bomb shelter. Or, or no, a town, was, townhouse. Yeah. Townhouse, yeah. It was a townhouse. It was a condo. There was With a, a flooded basement. Yeah, there was a twice-divorced woman living the there. The real nightmare is the loss of resale value yeah. here. Twice-divorced woman. <laughs> they did a townhouse. And, right. all, and what was crazy is she was always muttering about how she wished she was a widow instead. Oh. Uh, so, no, uh, but that, like, that kind of thing was always in me. Yeah. I wanted to explore those places. I became like a person like in high school that was like seeking out places to like go explore and stuff and our I, friends I think would do fun. that i mean i mean that's yeah. fun we would do that all the time there was a uh there was a fucking abandoned house in, in the woods behind my best friend's house yeah and we walk out there and like did the dumb thing where the place had clearly been trashed and parties were there yeah, yeah. so whatever was left to like hit with a stick we yeah. did, you know what I mean? All right, yeah. I approve of that. Okay, stick hit. Yeah, stick hit. Stick hit. Yeah, uh, and uh, and things like that. But you know, old buildings, stuff like that. And I grew up in Southern Maine and New Hampshire, mm -hmm. where there's a million mill buildings. And this mm. was the story I thought of for this because when I lived in Dover, New Hampshire, for a year and a half or so before I went to college, right? So think eighteen, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, living with a couple other guys, having no business having our own apartment. Of course. You know, barely. Is this in your Arby's allowing. days? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like that. No, it wasn't <laughs> during my Arby's days. <laughs> the way you said it was like I used like I used to weigh 600 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's your Arby's days. It's so yeah. funny. Brad, get me another beef and cheddar. And make it a beef, beef, and cheddar. <laughs> it's the same voice for bubble. Yeah, bubble. It's so funny. The like, bubble's going to burst soon. Get I, me a beef and cheddar. I love the idea of this podcast having these, like, snippets of all of our pasts. Yeah. And, like, so then Brad's like, oh, your Arby's <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, my Arby's days before the beef bubble burst. <laughs> <laughs> beef bubble. Yeah, yeah. It's a sequel to Amos. That's a number six. <laughs> Uh, no, so I, we should yeah, touch for our anybody for, for anybody coming in late on this. <laughs> I worked at an Arby's <laughs> when I was living in that apartment. Right. Uh, so you would trade roast beef for porn. Continue. <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> you got to go back and listen to all this stuff. It's yeah. all in the omnibus. Uh, but uh, the no, fun, the fun bus. It's F U N M N I B U N. <laughs> and then there's a different one called the omnibus. And that's different. <laughs> that's all the times we've been too scared to do something. Thing. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we lived in Dover, and Dover is like a mill building town, right? right. And uh, there were these two big mill buildings that I, they're great. I love them. Yeah. Like if they transition those into condos, which they will at some point, they're of offices course. now, yep. you know, uh, I would live there. Right. One of them is literally over a waterfall. Wow. wow. Like the actual building itself yeah. is built over it, like yeah. a bridge. Yeah. Uh, and those two mill buildings, were open to the public, and one of them we would use as a shortcut yeah. to get to like the local 
convenience store pizza place that was okay. there. Okay. A very New England thing of like, this is a convenience store and you can buy like beer and cigarettes and mm-hmm. chips, but also there's like a little restaurant attached to it. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you could cut through one of the mill buildings to get there. Mm-hmm. And everybody would do that. It's like offices yeah. and stuff like that. And then there was another mill building with like uh, t-shirt printing and, you know, design offices, like all sorts of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend that worked at the t-shirt printing thing overnight. Uh, so we would cut through the the one and we just started exploring the place. Yeah. We're like 18-year-old kids living a block away from this. Right. And it's like, you know, one in the morning. Let's go over to the mill building. Yeah, right. Let's walk around. Yeah. And that year, I would go over there and I, like, middle of the night with a flashlight. Yeah. And I would just explore these two old mill buildings. Never by yourself, though, right? Uh, It started with groups. Then by the end, like, I was comfortable enough. Like, I would go on walks at night and stuff. Right. Yeah. I would go to those mill. There were nights where I was completely alone. Wow. That's how you get jigsawed. Oh, it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. There were there would be moments where I'm deep enough into the exploration where I'm like, I don't know any of this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know any of this. Like, I remember being in the basement of one of the mill buildings where it's like the dirt, concrete. Ground? Gra- no, no, not con- not concrete. Just dirt, dirt ground. Yeah. And like walking around and finding one door that was locked from the outside Ooh. that was an inner door yeah. that didn't go to anything yep. and i was like this is creepy yep. i don't like it yeah uh and and you know just little things you'd find this stuff over here what's going on here you know a lot of that but it was just fun to explore you know if it were daytime i would have done it anyway yeah. because it was just neat to be in this old old sure. mill building that's been right. around since like you know, 1802 or something. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, and it was really cool. Uh, I loved it. it. You know, ended yep. up on the roof. Yeah. You know, doing all that stuff. Never broke into, like, businesses or right. anything yeah, like that. Of course. But there's plenty of abandonment inside of it. Yeah, yeah that's very fun. Yeah. One day, so I know those mill buildings very well. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, one of the highlights was getting... One of the things I wanted to do was, like, I want to get to where the waterfall part is Okay. in that one mill building. Mm-hmm. Uh, one night, managing to get down and find a way in without, like, breaking in or anything right. like that, but find access to that point where there was, like, a little metal grate walkway that went over that Ooh. and water pouring out the side of that like area that's awesome i was like this is amazing this is a movie yeah. set yeah, right it's exactly. beautiful yeah so i love doing that stuff oh Again, that's awesome 1800s kind of mill building there had been fires at the mill buildings yep. people died you know because they're just textile workers right. in a fire in the 1800s mm-hmm. cut to one of the days broad daylight i am making the shortcut at the waterfall mill building yep. mm-hmm. to go i'm coming back from that side of uh, the downtown with like the convenience store and stuff right. like that uh we're 18 year old kids that's our idea of grocery shopping sure. yep. right i'm coming back it's that classic new england mill building long 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 hallway yes mm-hmm. with windows and lights pouring in and it is late fall early winter mm-hmm. right not halloween time past that mm-hmm. At the, I'm at one end of that walkway, the the hallway. At the other end, a woman dressed in 1800s clothing is walking towards me. Long, long mill building. Mm-hmm. At first, I'm like, oh, there's a lady in a big dress. 
right? And I'm walking, 18 years old. And as I'm getting closer, I'm like, that dress is not current. That dress is from like the 1800s. Her hair is the 1800s. Her makeup is the 1800s. This is an 1800s woman. And I'm looking outside. I'm like, there's no recreation thing happen or there's not a ren fair day yeah there's nothing like that and there was enough time because of this long hallway where i truly was like is that a lady dressed up or is that a lady from the 1800s right genuinely in my head i'm like is this what's happening and it really did fuck with me and so i get close enough and i was like the if you're in that situation, right, you see yeah. an 1800s woman. You have spent hours and hours in these buildings. Right. You know it very well. You're right. very well aware of the time period that it is it, it, that the building is from, right. the history, the scariness, all mm-hmm. that stuff, because you've been soaking in some of that fear every time you go into the place. Yeah. Speaking of Mormons. <laughs> soaking soaking that's the kind of fear i like where yeah. you just get in you're like this is spooky don't move yeah, right yeah, anyway yeah. <laughs> so like put yourself in that position what do you do do you turn around and walk the other way or do you just like keep going what do you do i probably turn around turn around i get i, I last night i went for a very late walk and i was getting to the cemetery mm-hmm. and there were no lights and i just went and I just turn the other way and I get the hell out of there. I think in the daytime, I'm more likely to stay the course. Mm-hmm. At night, I am uh, shaggy and I'm. I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, well, I, I think it's fun that we've established now. Brad's, Brad's more brave than you. Well, <laughs> well, well avoiding, I turn around to grab my shotgun. Avoiding yeah. danger sometimes is the bravest thing of all. I mean, when red bag of courage over there. <laughs> when when Chuck had his his office, yeah, uh, he would have to leave oh his God, office and walk to the me. car. <laughs> he would call you, or he'd do an Instagram live yeah, video. That's how me yeah. and Kenny became closer friends. It's my Instagram lives because I was so Please scared. Help me. Yeah. Well, I did still go there. Yes. And experienced on purpose. Yes. To, to build my metal. M-E-T-T-L. Did it work? It, it did not work. Yeah, well, no. it might have. So I stayed the course. Okay. I kept walking. And I was, and in my head, genuinely, I was like, I have to know. Yep. Right? And so I went, hi, how are you? Yeah. Because I was like, I have, they have to say, please say something. And back she to floated me. through you. She said nothing. <gasps> Stonewalled me. Mm-hmm. Kept walking. It genuinely scared me. Yes. And we cross, we cross mm-hmm. in the hallway, and I, as we're crossing, like this far away, I went, "Hi, how are you?" And and you know, not, I didn't stop, I kept walking, and she didn't say a thing. She kept going, and I was so creeped out by that moment. I did stop. I turned around and I went, "Excuse me," and then she stopped and turned around, and I said, "You're in period clothing, and I've been walking this hallway up to you, and you have scared me." Please, can you just say hi? And she laughed, and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Uh, and it turned out she gives tours of the oh, mill building. Oh, that's amazing. no one knew. I no, none of us knew that yep. about the tours. But she laughed. But I needed this woman to say something to me. Yeah. Because otherwise, I was like, "That's a ghost." That's amazing. Yep. You know what well, I mean? I, I mean, first of all, you look at it from her perspective, where she's alone in the hallway with Big this six seven huge. 
handsome gentleman. Oh, yeah. Just struck. And you can tell the way he's walking. Is that Angus? Huge penis. He is. You can, you can tell he's great at foreplay. Yeah. Uh, he's got all those blankets. All right. So, so you talk no, to No, for him. her, it's scary because yeah, it's a you, man. Right. And then you're like, hey. You know. Yeah. So, so you, Hi. And then she's like, I'm not going to say anything. Yep. And then I go, excuse me. I need you. Need to talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> you need. She's to telling talk the story. She's on like, her I podcast. have a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so I have a betrothed. So this, and you're like, no, 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 that's worse. That's worse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm spoken for. <laughs> this happens, and you're like, oh, thank goodness, she's she's a tour guide, and you're like, oh, left my uh, thermos uh, downstairs by that door that locks from the outside, and you walk down the stairs. And that door's ripped off its hinges. <laughs> like, oh no! Who has my thermos? <laughs> uh, and and, and then you and then you think back, and she had your thermos. <laughs> you know what's, you know what's funny? Imagine if you didn't take the step to say, yeah. uh, you need to say something. Hey, excuse me. What is that story to you now? If that moment never happens? Oh, I know. It is a scary moment where I go. She had to have been just a person walking around, but it was yeah. really spooky. But it was a moment enough where, like, there was nothing eerie about her right. yeah. beyond the fact that she was a woman dressed for that period yeah. and not saying anything and not acknowledging me. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure it was just like she got done with a tour and it's just like, oh, the five minutes I have in my own head. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It was just walking. Um, I wasn't rude or anything like that. I, I, uh, the phrasing was not, I need you to say something. Right. I can't remember what I said, but I acknowledged, like, yeah. you're dressed in period clothes. Like, yeah. this, is, this, this is bizarre. Is, I just Let's had clarify. about 10 seconds of terror yeah, exactly. walking up to you. Yeah. Because you kept walking and I kept walking. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. But that genuinely uh, uh, was a moment, because, I, like I said, I don't believe in ghosts. Right. But that moment, I was like, do I? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> it would, was that, so funny. That was shaking my core. Yeah, it was really funny. Yeah. It was it was a very funny moment. Um, I loved that feeling of exploring those places. Oh, that's the thing is it's I so really much. Did. It, it was really even last week when I went to all these abandoned places. Yeah, it was this mix of fun and excitement with fright. Yeah, that's why I don't wear a condom. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Fun and excitement mixed with fright. That would be funnier if I wasn't married. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, How do I shift that? Uh -huh. That's why I didn't. No, I don't like that. Yeah, because then... <laughs> yeah, yeah, now mm -hmm. it's your son. Um, yeah. yeah. So My son doesn't wear a condom. <laughs> so uh, He shouldn't. Is that a thing? He shouldn't. Yeah, so he shouldn't. I have... A, I'm going to talk about a specific... Oh, you're one of those who just feels better, guys. <laughs> I'm going to talk about a specific place... That I used to go to, and I thought Brad, being kind of like the teachery one of us, yeah, maybe he could give he could fill us in with a, a thing I found. Well, really quick before you say that, yeah, about abandoned, yeah, places and stuff like that. I genuinely that always delighted me. I uh, again, I would seek out places like that. There's a phrase that's used for there is a name for it, like urban, urban exploration. exploration. Yeah, yeah. I hate the name. Love the concept. Have yeah. you seen the... I don't want to break anything. I don't want to take anything. I just want to be where I'm not supposed to be. There, there's mm. a there's a abandoned, Dis, in, around Disney World, abandoned water park that they used to have. I would totally go and there. And people go. Yeah. And by the way, to me, like swimming and around Disney World feels like an alligator place. That's frightening. Yeah. People, someone got, got eaten by an alligator at one of the water parks, I believe. 
Uh, no, I think it was one of the... Um, Sam Marilla did a bit about it. It, it wasn't was, the water park, but I think it was one of the like parks. resorty areas. Oh, yes, that's yeah, right. Yeah. So there's one that's abandoned, and there's a whole big video about the guy going through all the abandoned Disney park. Yeah. And, like, just, Love it. It's it's so weird. The creepy stuff you find that cannot be explained yeah. is like, oh, what the... And I really like I, it. I just I like it. it. And even taking the scares away, I like I like having access to a place like that. Like, uh, those, you know, a ton of YouTube videos about like abandoned malls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Every time I see something like that, I'm like, I want to be there. Though. Yeah, I know. I want to see the old Spencer gifts that's not I, there. I, no I enjoyed more. the uh, Last of Us uh, DLC where you're Ellie and you go through the abandoned mall. Yeah, that's, that's fun. Really fun. That is fun. Yeah. I uh, it, it always strikes me. Maybe it's because oh, this is an old bit that I had in stand up. Maybe it's because I should never label it and just do it. Yeah, right? of course. Uh, but He's maybe so clever. Maybe it's because in America. Abandoned buildings are the closest, abandoned commercial buildings are the closest thing we have to actual ghost stories because we don't have enough history in the country. What we have for ghost stories is we drive by a spirit Halloween and go, that used to be a Staples. That's (laughs) That's a bit dated. I like that. Um, But no, I love, I really do love that exploration kind of thing. It's so much fun. Me too. But as a really brave person, I have the foresight to see it might be dangerous. So it's, it is scary. So I don't go in. I send a drone. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> it's Brad with two old school double A battery pocket fans <laughs> for weapons. And he's like, and you're like, okay, go go in. I've got a body camera on yeah. and Chuck's and like, watching it on his phone. And you go, like I well, I picture a helmet with a GoPro. Yeah. So you go. <sighs> And you walk in. What do you see? Well, you know what it's like? Think about <laughs> water. Think about General, General Washington, right? Okay. He, he was brave and bold, and he and he sent in the others to say, and he had a plan, you know? Famously, <laughs> one of the most famous images of George Washington, it's a painting, uh, it's him standing at the very front of a boat <laughs> crossing the river wow, that's a, to, like, fight. That's a, as a metaphor. He's at the front. Yes. <laughs> yeah, what's the metaphor, Chuck? <laughs> that he's in charge. So go. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if you Shit. understand metaphors or American history. <laughs> Neither. All right. Do you want me to be a teacher? So here's the deal. Um, there's a road in Bristol, Rhode Island, which yes. is uh, I grew up in Bristol, Rhode Island. Um, and I live in Warren now, which is like I, I have a house in Warren now, and it's like right. The towns are so small mm-hmm. that it was like Bristol, Warren. It's an integrated school system, so it's a very very small town vibe. So real fresh and new integrated mm-hmm. yes. schools. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean like um, it was integrated the year before Chuck started. No, mm-hmm. I mean like uh, you know, it's two towns have one school system because the towns are so small. Got it. Okay. Yes, that's what I mean. When I hear integrated school. I don't think. Oh, it's clearly two two towns that are so small they share a school. Yeah, that's what I mean. As opposed to having like a town high school, we have one. We have Mount Hope High School, which is Bristol and Warren's high school. Got it. Because the towns are so small. The pictures before the integration, though, you see Chuck in the background, like shaking his fist and looking angry. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, there are some photos Just like this. <laughs> there are there are some photos. Yeah. The, the day it's, that it's, they it's integrated. Me covering, it's me with my eyes darting back and forth covering a water fountain. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want any of those Warren kids to get it. So anyway, as you know, Rhode Island has a lot of places um, that have names uh, after like Native American. You know, we have like yeah. a Squamacut and stuff like that. 
Yeah. Um, Some would say it's because, you know, stolen land. They helped us. They helped (laughs) us. The trail of tears. Thanks for your help. Thanks. Hey, we're going to violently relocate you. Thank you for watering this trail with your tears. Wow, that's a really nice mountain range you have over there. It'd be a real shame if some faces got carved into it. Thanks for your help. They helped us. They helped us. I was just talking about this with my son at dinner last night. Yep. Mount Rushmore came up, and we went through a whole thing about Mount Rushmore. And I had to explain to my son that, like, some of the things that happened, and we got deep into it. And thankfully, he's a great kid. He's very thoughtful yeah. and smart, and he understands a lot of that stuff. Right. And just for the heck of it, for the fucking smell of it, I uh, looked up quotes from the four gentlemen who are on Mount Rushmore <laughs> yeah. uh, and their views on Native Americans. Ooh. <laughs> Wowzers. All super progressive, right? Uh, Abraham Lincoln, you know, uh, yeah, freed the slaves, sure. Uh, also, you know, uh, responsible for the largest mass execution mm. of, uh, of, of anyone in the country, and they were Native Americans. Uh, let's see. Uh, old Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Everybody he, loves Teddy. Well, he got added because he was president when the funding came through. Yeah, and so Teddy he, happened to say, and I, this, this is an insane quote, from a president. Hmm. I don't believe the saying that the only good Indian is a dead Indian. Well, that's nice, Tim. I think nine out of ten of them, probably. And I'm a little suspect of that tenth. Thank you, President Teddy Roosevelt. Hmm. So... Pretty horrible. Pretty horrible stuff. How did we take this turn? I'm sorry. So, so, in, Tower, so in, uh, in Bristol, there's a road called Tower Hill that mm-hmm. goes deep into the forest... Um, and Tower Hill is near the Hoffenreffer Museum, and there's a lot of Hoffenreffer. Hoffen what is Reffer. that? Yeah, they uh, they gave a bunch of money to Brown University, and it's affiliated with Brown. It's uh, kind of like a, a museum and who's, a nature. Who's Hoffenreffer? I think it's a family. They, they had a lot of money. I think it's a family. The Hoffenreffers. Hoffenreffer? Yep. I think so. I, I don't like it. And so because it's like Hoffenpepper Incorporated. Uh, so <laughs> I always thought it was the same as that. I, I yeah. never knew that as a kid. Hoffenpfeffer. I also think Hoffenpfeffer is a a German delicacy. It might, it's like spiced rabbit. Mm. I have some right here. And uh, so they basically, in the deep in the woods, they have a museum that's dedicated to Native American history and the history of like Bristol and everything. Yeah. And Tower Hill is goes through that land. And so I'm going to give Brad this to read. And it's about um, this area. So oh, you can, there's been many, like when I was a teenager. I mean, this is a pet cemetery. Many uh, roads, some of my favorite like spooky haunt things, mm-hmm. there are many haunted road areas. Yeah. Uh, there was one near where I lived where it was like you go down that road and it's that stupid urban legend stuff of like a kid drowned on that bridge. Okay. And when you go over that bridge, yeah, yeah, you yeah. see but this a is... hand. And if you see the hand, watch out. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that kind well, of thing. Well, this, this is like, Brad's going to read it, but basically... It is this like Native American land mm-hmm. that they kind of like. I don't know if they kept it as like a reserve, but it is yeah. dedicated to the history of it. It's it's weird because it, these are like photo captions that kind of describe what's going on. Okay, yeah, in that so, area. So a hollow at the base of a large granite. I don't know how to say this word. Ganice, ganice, G N E I S S. Outcropping on its west escarpment and a white quartz outcrop on the east 
uh, on the Mount Hope property of Brown University in Bristol, Rhode Island, is reputed to be King Philip's seat. So King Philip was the head of this Native American tribe. Okay. Uh, items found on the property confirm that the site was occupied by Aboriginal people for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. A large gate leads from the Hoffenreffer property to the seat about 200 yards away. The seat is a large quartz outcropping where people leave shells and other items to honor the Poe Medicom, King Philip. <clears throat> um, there's a, a photo of a, a 10th generation descendant uh, of that tribe. Uh, King Philip is reported to have met with various Aboriginal councils and audiences at this site throughout the 17th century prior to the King Philip War. So some cool history tied to right. this. I sure, think. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's yeah, that's yeah, kind of it. There's a lot of click yeah. here for this video. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. So that's the, that's the area right next to uh, Tower Hill, and it's called mm-hmm. Potomtuck. What is it called? I, your guess is Potomtuck. Um, it says the seat of Medicom. Um, which Metacom is another one of the what is it? Is Angel. it like is it the, is it him? Is that his name? I Poe Metacom seemed like it was the the I don't know. I, isn't I, I, it, I, isn't the uh, the Metacom? Isn't that uh, like the the, the, the voice of God? Yeah, I think that's Metatron. Metatron. Oh, Metatron. Yeah. Okay. No, Metatron killed Megatron. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> so that's that's the that's the history of the Native American tribe that was there, and it was King Philip's throne, is what we always learned about. Yeah, yeah. So here, okay. Um, and just read this. This is this is Tower Hill Road, which is goes which this goes through that land. A trip down Tower Hill Road in Bristol in the dead of night is sure to make the hair on your neck stand up. But is there really something out there waiting in the dark? Tower Hill Road it's is said me, Gary. <laughs> Tower Hill Road is said to be haunted by Native Americans who were killed during the King Philip War in the 1600s. <sighs> Believers say ghosts can be seen charging over the hill and drubs can be heard in the area of the white X that is painted on the narrow road. There's a big white X <clears throat> in the middle of the road. <clears throat> Connie Ouellette, a ghost hunter, psychic, and owner of Magic Mirror Gift Shop in Bristol, by the way, no Oxford comma there, took a trip down Tower Hill Road a few years ago and said there was something there all right, and she didn't like what she felt. I remember walking halfway down the road and just stopping, Ouellette said. I didn't want to go any further. All I could feel was chaos and death, like I was in harm's way. I felt like if I stayed there or kept going that something could happen. Ouellette said that in her years of ghost hunting, she has rarely felt that same fear, enough to force her to leave the supposedly haunted area. I don't know the history of that road, but you can feel negative energy and bad spirits there, she said. It felt like something bad had been done there, something inhumane, and it felt like there were many deaths. (sighs) Ouellette is not the only one... This is a fucking woman going like, I feel like history happened here. And it turns out, wow, history happened there. Well, here's the thing, Ray. Ouellette is not the only one who (gasps) has had a frightening experience on Tower Hill Road. One time I saw a dog, but it looked bad and bad. It was the spirit of a dog in the body of a cat. (laughs) One time I saw a squirrel there, and I didn't like the vibe of that squirrel. (laughs) That squirrel looked evil. Diane Gibri of Bristol Always admits looking at me. to having an open mind to paranormal activity and recalls one of her trips down Tower Hill Road with her daughter and some friends. We were parked on the road and the radio was acting funny, Gibri said, admitting that there was bad reception in that area anyway. 
We were driving down the road, <laughs> all right, and then all right, a thing me. that happens happened. But me and a car full of giggling girls sat there in the dark with the windows open <laughs> when we noticed the most peculiar fog that just followed the tree line. When it got to where the car was, it came up and almost made a form next to the passenger side door. Almost. And went back down. Then, all of a sudden, the girls in the back of the van started screaming because they saw someone looking in the back window. The poor girls were so scared, so I had to drop them all off at home. But when we opened the door, there were handprints on the back of the window. (gasps) That's scary. It was creepy, but absolutely awesome. Um, She said, not all experiences on Tower Hill Road are as active as the one she recalls. There were many times we went down there and just sat, but nothing happened, she said. If you want to see something, you have to be open to it. But you also have to realize that just because you don't see or hear any or hear something the first time doesn't mean it's not out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you believe in ghosts? Have you seen or heard anything on Tower Hill Road? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Share your experiences in the comments you section see, below. You see, the trick is, what you need to do is you go to a spooky area that feels spooky <laughs> after reading a lot about how spooky it is. Yep. And so, then you sit and you wait for random occurrences and then as a human being who needs to put pattern and shape to chaos paradoyle i I don't know the word paradoyle yeah something like that uh two doilies two doilies in the wood one took a path well (laughs) so no but it's it there's i feel like there's that place in every town i feel like are you upset now no no no, i I didn't get to my story yet yeah oh i'm sorry that's not my story my story isn't the thing well, then what the fuck was that about? That's so you can know what Tower Hill is. Oh, okay. All right. So that was like Tower Hill. And I mean, the Native American uh, history is real, obviously. Of course. And then this was the place in town that was haunted. There's so much. There is something funny about the idea that uh, maybe it's maybe it's more New England, but it has to be across the country, at least the eastern half of the country. There's so much like haunty stuff that uh, when it's talked about in town kind of myth it's Native American. There's an irony to the idea that like English settlers came here, slaughtered Native Americans, took the land, and now hundreds of years later, we're like, "Oh, it's spooky out there." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Because yeah, yeah. of that. Because of that Native. American. Well, this is. I mean, it's just like it's, it's pet a, cemetery. Right. Pet cemetery yeah. is that. But it's like Native American is like shorthand for. Oh no, magic supernatural. Yeah, yeah. Because they yeah. believed a different thing. You know what I mean? Uh I think well, I think that I I I mean the way I took it was actually a different direction, which was almost like a consistent guilt. That's what I thought. Oh, sure. I think there's guilt there I think, for I, sure. I, that's what but I think. But I think it's it an easy way to explain a way where it's like they believed in because they're uh, you know they're more grounded in nature oh, and all these things. So spiritually, See, to, there's like more ability to fuck with things. It's oh, the that's same funny. Way. See, to, to me, it wasn't that necessarily that. Like, if there was any sort of like genocidal thing, yeah, I almost look at it. What is it not genocide? No, it's just a weird phrase. Any sort of genocidal thing. Well, I just mean not specifically to Native Americans, right. but like other other yeah. peoples. I feel like there is a sort of like you did, like your people did this, and so now this area is haunted, and you sure. will feel the effect. No, no, no of, of it. course, of course, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of that stuff in like uh, poltergeist, uh, a lot of war. Oh yeah, yeah, poltergeist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of war areas yeah. have a lot. Oh, of that that's what history. I mean. Uh, a lot of like the the line of where the north and south was uh, yeah. fought. Like a lot of that. Like that's, Virginia has that, a ton. That's of, what like, I mean. Civil war ghosts and stuff. That's you know? what I, that's what I'm thinking of specifically. Yeah. Actually, I think that's true. 
I, but I also think the more yeah, you're right. naturalist mm-hmm. kind of spiritualism that comes with Native Americans lends itself to that. You're right. It's why pagan, uh, like pagan belief, eventually turned into witches are bad. Let's burn people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. No, that's that's totally true. Yeah. Um, even now, but what about cemetery. mummies? Even with pet cemetery, though, it's like the the drums, the tribal drums. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But it's almost at a level of like appropriation. You know what I mean? It's close to, I I feel like it's a close thing of like, there's so much, this was native land and now it's a a haunt. So for Tower Hill in town, we knew it was near King Philip's throne. Mm -hmm. My version of growing up in town and hearing stories about it had nothing to do with like necessarily the Native American history. It was just like a hand, whatever, you know, the kind of thing you were saying with the bridge. So... But it was the place you go and like take like a girl mm-hmm. or like a bu- even even just you and a bunch of your friends. On you a go lake. there to take a girl. You go and even like you and your bunch. Oh, you of take your, a girl to it. Yes. Okay, yeah. And a bunch of your friends on a Friday night, you go there and it's supposed to be like you go to the white X, you stop on the X, you turn off your car, you count to what you know. What I mean, yeah, all, yeah. all this different shit. Yeah, I like the idea that. A paved road with a painted X on it. Like the designers of the road were like, all right, we have to mark the most haunted space. I know. Yeah. I, I know. I don't know what it is. I, well, you know what it is? On this one, I think I know what it is. I think it was a utility company yeah. was marking where well, the ground or something like that. Yeah. And there might have been. There's like a fucking gas line under that exactly, spot or something. Exactly. Yeah. So. And people are like, nope. So. Philip spray painted it. So I remember specifically going there. And it's weird because I totally forgot that we did this project. But back in the day, I used to just film projects for fun, like when I was in high school. Sure. And I filmed a bunch of projects with my buddies Jordan, Christian, and Lou. And uh, one night we went there and we filmed a music video for the song Kiss the Girl for uh, from The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. And most of the video took place elsewhere. But we went to, uh, we went to Tower Hill to filmed the finale and i remember this is the time that i got scared from it they're really they actually scared i let lou and uh christian out of the car i went to go turn around and my car completely died on the road which never happened Mm -hmm. and they had they were like a little bit up on the road and i got my car started again and i left and i was leaving to go come back up because we needed this shot where that's what was happening and i was like freaking out very very frightened even though i know i'm like this is just like a coincidence obviously sure, in my yeah. head, but in the moment when you're there you're scared so that was kind of like my one experience that was like legitimately scary there right the story is i went there with a girl i really liked and she and i the only reason we went there was because she said i've never been to tower hill mm-hmm. and i said I'm like, oh, I'm like, like we can go. And like, I had a crush on her. You know, who knows? You turn off the lights, you might do a little making out. I went up to the, she was in my car. We went up to the road and we were going like up to where Tower Hill is. And it's all rural, you know, it's with homes before you get to the actual hill part. And she's like, you know what? No, I'm scared. I don't want to go. And I said, okay. And I went in the driveway to turn around and go back down. And then we went in the driveway and she said, you know what? I changed my mind again. Let's go. And I said, okay. And I started backing up, mm-hmm. and we just heard like a crazy squeal, mm-hmm. and we fucking lost our minds. And it was like, have you ever seen on a mailbox? There's like a little lip on the front with a little metal piece, and it had scraped my window on the yeah, side, yeah. and we flipped. And she's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. 
and I got out and I looked and I saw it was the mailbox. I'm like, it's this mailbox. Yeah. She goes, I want to go. And I was like, okay. And this is the fourth time she's changed yeah, her mind. Yeah. And she goes, you know what? We were seniors in high school. We were 18. Very hot. And she said, I'm so sorry. Take me up there and I'll flash you. Okay. Because she had changed her mind so many times. So that so it was transactional. That's what she said. Well, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't. Ask. I've been a real waffler over here. So uh, that's what she I'll said. I'll show you my teeth. Dude, that's waffle. what she said. So he went up. Okay. And like, I can't really remember the exact like stop on this X, count to this, turn on your whatever the fuck that mm-hmm. was. You know what I mean? There had show to be your some... left breast. <laughs> it was. It was. It was turn like, around three times. Show your right breast. It was. It was rules you'd hear in like, are you afraid of the dark? You go yeah. to this. Blah, blah. Yeah. So we did that. We went back to my high school, and I parked, and I dropped her off, and like she had class, and I was gonna. <laughs> oh, we were both in high this school. This was yesterday, right? <laughs> and uh, I was like, I'm not gonna say anything about this this flashing. She goes, all right. She's like, I, it's time to flash you, and I said, okay. Mm-hmm. And she did. Okay. And Brad reminded me of this the other day because he flashed you. <laughs> he said, "Take me to Tower Hill, you piece yeah. of shit." I'll show you my anus flap. I'll show you my angus. <laughs> I'll show you my anus flap. I didn't say Tower Hill. I said teriyaki. He pulled out of the top of his pants. <laughs> there you go. And I remembered mm-hmm. that I looked at her do this, and I said, thank you, have a good night. And she got in my car, and she left. And it is one of the biggest regrets in my entire life that I did not take this as some sort of an indicator of interest and I said goodbye to the moment and never really tried anything ever again or pursued mm-hmm. her whatsoever. Can I can I throw this out there? Yeah. Uh, I'm no child psychologist, but uh, <laughs> I feel like a girl or woman uh, <gasps> in this regard, I think it was a yeah. girl, right? 18, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, saying I'll flash you. She's a little older than me, but not by much. Okay. Uh Four hours, um, but no, I I think that that is that I would never see that as an indication of like, hey, maybe we could uh, do some stuff. Really, it, to me, it feels transactional. It that's feels shocking. It to feels me. like you probably want this, so I'll flash you. Like that's what it feels like to me. Oh, I completely disagree. Okay. Well, well, what do you say, Brad? Viewer well, listeners, actually, this is actually she's right outside the door. This is, this is actually she showed me her Angus. I think this is a fun just because I let her cut in line at Starbucks. <laughs> I think it's a fun place to end the podcast with a call to action. Yeah, a Halloweeny call to action. And I, I, I you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to muddy the waters, so I'm not going to say anything else about this situation yet. Okay, but please write in funbearablepod at gmail.com. Yeah. Do you think that she was interested in me? Or interested in some sort of uh, Well, I think if she's in your car and you're hanging out at night and doing this, there's some level of interest of some kind. It was probably like a 2 o'clock in the morning on like a Friday. Yeah, I think that that part of it is there. But but did the flashing indicate a desire for hanky and or panky? Panky. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Or or was she like whatever whatever Ray said? You want transactional. Transactional, whatever. More transactional. Like uh, I've known... Some folks over my time on this oh, earth. Ray's collected some flashes over here. That, yeah, flash that's the you know, and that doesn't necessarily indicate like I'm down to clown. Okay, right. you know, sometimes it's just you want to. It sounds like you're she, a clown. Sometimes and I'm not down. She's up to club. No, no, that one no, doesn't work. No, no, okay, no, I don't so like write it. in funbearablepod at gmail What do you think? Was she giving me a little bit of an invitation, or 
was she saying, I'm not down for this station. I think for like clinically, <laughs> if we're looking at it, I think, you know, look, I did this and I know I'm being annoying in this moment. So if you do that, I'll do this. Right. That is literally transactional. If you do this, I will do that is, is less <gasps> of an invitation. What if I reached Jesus out to Christ. her and asked her? I, th- I thought that's Do what you were Do you see how teasing. excited he is? This is a Halloween episode, and you are so fucking thrilled about this idea of this girl, an 18-year-old girl who flashed <laughs> well, she's, you. She's 39 now. I know, I know. But like, <laughs> yes. now. Yeah. But like, like someone who flashed you. And like, it's very funny to me. It's very funny. How about this? Write in uh, if you have a, 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 like a local haunted thing. If you have a place where it's like everybody knows. You're rolling your eyes at this idea. Main character syndrome. So fucking bad. Are you crazy? You're terminal. You're terminal case. Are you crazy? I'm sane, my friend. Uh, no, but I do, I do want to know. I want to know like the local area thing. That people have. That's and a really fun. What one. I would did you flash someone to get away from? What that? I would prefer right. to hear is, do you feel like you had a local area that you personally like felt like you experienced a scary thing? Oh sure, not yeah. Just, not just a rumor. Sure, yeah. Did you have an experience? Yeah, why not? You know what I mean. I like that. That's that's yeah. that's more fun, I think. Wow. And then we're gonna get a story uh, from someone that's like, what, back when I was eighteen years old. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to, to bang this guy. It was really cool. I wanted to go to the haunted. Place. I wanted to bang this guy. He was so brave. And I found this guy. <laughs> he shrieked when we backed into the mailbox. <laughs> and he couldn't make it that day, so I ended up with this other guy in the car. Yeah. And I got creeped out about it. And he was such a bad driver. He almost knocked over a mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt really bad. He clearly wanted to have sex with me. He clearly wanted to poke me with his little penis up on the scary hill. And so I felt bad. So I said, look, I'll flash you. Because it's not like uh, it's not like there's a history of women who feel sexually obligated. You oh, know what I, I mean? Didn't make her feel that. No, I know. I'm making a joke. Come to think about it, his name was, it was you. Damn. Oh, Eminem. the end of Eminem. Oh, that was yes. good. Thank you. Damn. Yes. Um, well, folks, yeah, we're happy to hear from you. Fun <laughs> Pod at gmail.com. We were all over the place. Cash episode. Yes. <laughs> Extra cash. I think we outcashed ourselves. Oh, yeah. Um, we were like, yeah, we all have time to get two episodes done today. Cash yeah. for gold. Yep. Um, One, eight, seven. No, that's cars for kids. Yep. Mm. Uh, write in funbearablepod at gmail.com. Uh, you know, if, if you have a story that uh, from this episode that you like and want to share it on social media, feel free to do so. Uh, just tell some friends about it. Whatever. Whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> the end of that was so passive aggressively, like I, I am overly a, kind. Like yeah. it was, it was it's the okay. vocal equivalent okay. of you bending your penis back and putting it inside your butt. <laughs> that's also that's also something I could do, but only at the haunted place in only town. Only because of the lip. Yeah. Only because of the lip. Um, thank you all so much for listening and it's or like watching. A snake eating itself. I'm, I'm Brad Roar. For Ray Harrington and Chuck Staden, uh, thanks so much, and we're sorry for being fun bearable. Nice, that was great. Doesn't bend that much. That was really. <laughs>